0: You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast.
1: If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.
0: If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at fire in hole podcast at gmail.com. That's fire in hole podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. It is a distinct pleasure to welcome Mr. Richard Babb to the show today. Uh, so much to say about this guy. Richard Babb is um, easily our best friend in the world. Um, we've known him for over 15 years, and he's a very valued friend. He's a dear friend, but also he's a, a hell of a guy. He's a fascinating guy. So he's a hobby photographer. Um, he, he works in aeronautics. Uh, he, he hails from Barbados in the Caribbean. Um, and any ask anyone that knows his name will tell you that he is basically the original template uh, for Luke Cage. Um, So if anyone out there is watching Luke Cage now or is aware of this character, uh, Mr. Bab is essentially the the real deal. He's he's everything that I think Luke Cage um, um, sort of encompasses and it's uh, appropriate that we have him on uh, because we've been wanting to get him to sit down with us for a while now and finally the opportunity has come talking about his origins, talking about comic books, talking about his photography, And uh, just really catching up and having a a great time. So uh, we hope you enjoy this one. No man can give anybody his freedom. A man is born free. You may enslave a man after he is born free. I want to introduce our guest. Yes. because this is a, do so. this is a hallowed, hallowed event. It is. It's true. This is the end of an era. End of an era, beginning of a new one. Yeah. And also uh, probably our favorite human being. Yes. On the face of this earth. Without a doubt. Definitely, definitely one of the best. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do like uh, Joe Rogan, who's like, one of the funniest comedians out there. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Hmm. I'm either the funniest or the number three or number four. This is my favorite human being. And... Uh, if podcasting with your brother has been confusing on account of you guys having the same voice, well, now we have, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Richard Bab in the house, uh, A.K.A. the Batman, A.K.A. Boogaloo Shrimp, <laughs> A.K.A. the Babster, A.K.A. and like I could just go on. I've half hmm. of these I've come up with on my own and don't actually exist like no one else right. calls you these <laughs> exactly. things uh, Rick yeah people you call that? you Rick basically
1: right <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the whole thing and the rest are all are? made up
2: by well, Jason well actually Rick is mostly family and people I knew from now like five but uh, okay. everybody from the last like 20 years is like Richard
0: are you the oh, only yeah. Richard in your family or are there other Richards
2: no I'm the only one I believe
0: okay so it's not one there's, of those there's a Ricardo
2: but that's in uh, in New York but it's not the same thing as
0: okay Ricardo Bab. yes oh that's interesting so what happens when you guys meet up uh, I haven't seen him since I was like 10. Okay. So. <laughs> he's your <laughs> so. cousin come up. Hey, he's, a cousin, he's a cousin. It's like my dad's well, cousin. or something. Uh, most people from the Caribbean have family in New York specifically, right?
2: It's all over the place.
0: It's all over yeah. the place?
2: So my background is on my dad's side. Um, his father was Panamanian. On my From Panama? Yeah, from Panama. So he went from Panama to Barbados, and then he met my grandmother, my dad's mom. And she was half German, half Barbadian. So, of course, obviously they... Hooked up and have my dad and my brothers. Obviously. My dad, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> that time yeah, I work obviously, out. Okay, yeah. And then on my mom's side, um, her mother was uh, Barbadian with like a little bit of Chinese, if I'm not mistaken. And okay. then on, I think, and her father was part Irish. Okay. So we're a bit of a mix. But again, the family ranges from Switzerland, uh, Barbados, of course. We've got family in Toronto, Calgary, New York. That's Panama. so much
0: fun, man. It's all over the place. Yeah. I, I really do envy that. Like, I come from a very small family. Uh, so I always, to me, that's so alien and, and interesting when I hear people, like, I got people over here, I got people over there. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, no, you know? it's fun. Even if you don't know them, like, you can just phone them up one day and be like, yo, I'm coming to say hello, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and they might let, you have a, you have a brother in England too, yes. right? Yeah, I a um,
2: brother and he's got uh, three kids, right? three beautiful kids, so
0: there's, there's a few people f- with Caribbean descent in England, I think. A lot. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. few, I was under, understanding. <laughs> yeah. We've known each other for now, what, do we do? We even know how long it's been? Forever. Forever? I'm going forever. Forever, so, even though it's been, like, it's been a, well over a decade, I think. Yeah, definitely. But, I think it's
1: closer to 15, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. But it, like in a sense, we all
0: kind of clicked in a weird way, yeah. working at the same company and all that. And we, we had some adventures. But as a as a general rule, we don't get to see each other very often. No. But it's always like I consider you, you know, like a very very good friend. Uh, and I would cancel other meetings if you came over or if you, if you were available. I'm getting all like <laughs> I'm getting all like gushy here. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's like really cool to have you on because I know that this is not necessarily something that you were like dying to do. You kind of let us convince you to come on, so we appreciate that.
2: Well, if I can uh, take a minute to say that uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. I appreciate you guys being patient with me being on the show. Um, it's actually an honor to be on the show. No, this is not my first kind of thing to do whatsoever. I'm not usually uh, a fan of attention whatsoever. Right. And uh, this is obviously much easier than being on camera or some kind of other type of uh, interview type situation. So, Have you done any of that stuff? Uh, not on camera. Uh, I did stuff when I was a kid. Uh, when I was in scouts, like they interviewed with the news or whatever, and I actually think I was on TV a couple times, but obviously I I didn't stand out. <laughs> 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 I was a kid in the corner with a head down, trying to avoid talking to the, okay. yeah. to the reporter.
1: I had the same thing. Uh, maybe you're even more on the introvert scale than yeah. me.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we've talked about it a bunch of times on the podcast. This is not something that I would like do on my own or anything that it's 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 a bit of a challenge.
2: You know? yeah. A challenge to it so like i pushing I, so out of I, my comfort zone. So, so it took me a year pretty much to build up the courage and the uh the the, the uh comfortability, I guess, to uh, uh-huh. come on the show.
1: Well, it's a great uh, great timing.
0: Well, to, I appreciate to you come having on. Yeah, I hope I hope the rest of this doesn't suck. <laughs> <Yeah. I'm gonna laughs> I look. can't make any promises. It's a lot of work. build up. We're gonna work real hard. So, uh, and so this is the last podcast in this studio. That's right. People don't actually maybe know this, but. Uh, the studio uh, is moving to a... Uh, As am I. We're just like moving up in the world that's and right. it's just getting a massive upgrade. Uh, so but it's a bit of an
1: end of an era sort of a, sort of a situation. Yeah, so man. it's fortuitous that you would be here for this moment.
2: Well, I appreciate being here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you go to a lot of funerals. So yes, I do. I, this <laughs> <kind of fits laughs> with your a lot of funerals, a lot of weddings. So <laughs> to be clear, Richard is the... like He has to have some kind of award or record for participation when it comes to people's <laughs> lives events like if, yeah. if i could like launch some sort of investigation you know if i had the the resources i and track down all the people's <laughs> weddings and special life events that you've attended and been there for you would people would probably not believe like if we could make like a wall of pictures of you in like you, you've probably been to thousands of weddings at this point i don't know if it's thousands but i usually go to about nine a year well, you minimum are going to some, and then also right. you do photography, That's right? Correct. That's right. So you're going to weddings, even <laughs> whether you've got one or not, right? Yeah, because and,
2: and funerals. Yeah, I do a lot of funerals, unfortunately. So. But and you like to wear suits, who who so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like to wear suits, except for
0: today, but uh, yeah, I like to wear suits. Yeah, I mean, we appreciate that you're you're not wearing a suit today. I was actually going to wear a suit. I was going to wear a suit coming really? here. But then, oh, yeah. But when you messaged
2: me last night, I was like, okay, fine. Let me go pull out some hoodies and whatever. We're <laughs> sorry for those people
0: listening who can hear that Richard doesn't have a suit on and, and our the show is diminished because of it but uh, we'll do what we can I think most
2: people appreciate it whenever I come wearing a hoodie or jeans like oh my god I'm like it's just hoodie and jeans like relax it's your
0: superhero outfit I know I get it I get it it's I know that you, you have a I mean you're a huge superhero comic book guy very much so but I think you're also like you love heroes you love the idea of being a hero or the hero thing period like the idea of helping people really yeah. is what it I is i think i get
2: that from my dad he was uh growing up especially with the comic book stuff he was first, first one to get me into comic books
0: he's the one that that
2: bought you your first yeah movie. first one was batman batman comic book okay. so i loved it obviously um but it, it was a detective comic that i was reading and his thing was he didn't want the whole Superman thing and all of the powers. He wanted the guy that used his head. That has was to thinking, work. exactly, right? you got to work <laughs> at it, right? Typical West Indian, right? I never <laughs> thought about it that way. <laughs> That's a superhero it. that has
0: to clock in and fucking <laughs> grind. <laughs>
2: so you had to work out. You had to do stuff. You had to use your head. You had to read, you know? And that was his big thing, right? It's like the education, not just to go out and just think you can do whatever you want, but to actually think about stuff, you know? and uh, for him Batman was that so for me Batman was my thing and my dad passed when I was nine so Batman even more so kind of clinched in because Batman's parents died when he was little all that kind of stuff right so it just kind of locked that in for me as well plus it was something for me to hold on to for my dad so it helped uh
0: did your dad read comics himself I don't think so. He
2: read them with me, so what he would do often is he'd read them first to make sure it's okay for me to read it. Okay and if the content was okay, then I got to look at it afterwards, right?
0: I see. So That's interesting.
2: But I remember really little there's a Flash Gordon cartoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry about that folks. Uh, Rich one of Richard's fish just went suicidal there for a second. I've never seen them do that ever. I, know. I feel it's like he knows it's the last one. So <laughs> he's like no! It's my moment. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah so. No, that's no worked, uh, but uh, I think that's cool. was yeah, yeah, really cool. a Flash
2: Gordon cartoon that came on when we were kids, like in 1980 something, whatever. Flash by Gordon. Film by, by Filmation. And I remember it came on. It came on at like 12 o'clock at night or 1 o'clock in the morning, right? So we we're all kids. I think I must have been six or seven, something like that. So my dad was like, You guys aren't watching this. But like, it's a cartoon. Well, like, what's the problem? It's like, I don't care. It's, it's a cartoon at midnight. You're not watching it. There's cartoons. a reason why it's on it. Right? And of course, back then. Once the show came on, that was it. It wasn't coming on again for another year or two, if you're yeah, lucky, right? you yeah. couldn't go to get it at the store. There's no PVR. No he way. Get it, right? So it came on. She's so like, You guys go to bed. I am going to watch it. We're upset. We're crying. It's like, Tough. You're going to bed. You're not watching this. So he watched it. Um, and he was borderline if it was okay for us to watch. So it never came out again for another five years. Was it edgy? It was edgy. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Looking at it now compared to today's standards, not a big deal. At the time, like the girls were wearing pretty skimpy. Oh, type okay, stuff. And it was a cartoon, right? It was a filmation cartoon. Oh, well, He
0: Man was pretty racy too. When you it think was about more it. so
2: racy than the He Man cartoon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. okay. Honestly, I'd watch it now. It was it was a it was a good thing back then, but uh-huh. uh, I didn't see it again for another five years. So we're upset. <laughs> 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 not watching the cartoon for five years, you know.
0: So. I don't think any of us understand the impact that the, this techno- technology switchover no. instant available content has had on us on oh, our yeah. generation specifically mm. like I don't remember having to wait a week for anything I know it happened but I don't actually remember the anxiety anymore I, but I intellectually remember it but now I'm like how the hell did I live how okay. did we how did we not have instant access to music how did I we watch commercials over and over
1: that is the thing like uh, if i go over to my parents place or something they and we back we, to yeah. we they, they got like traditional tv I, it it's amazing like i'm i'm boggled by it's the fact jarring, that i it? ever watched this and i was able to like watch know, a full show and not get bored
2: but back then one commercial i found a bit more entertaining back then than they are now and two was like something to watch, and two also for us like there was fewer of them. Too. There was fewer commercials, there was, way yeah. fewer. And also, and when commercials we were on, really little. We'd actually run to go do something. You run in, and, like, do lift like, dishes and come back. You like you do something in between the commercials, right? So yeah, hmm. play with your GI Joes whatever. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Yeah, That's what we do.
1: Or some of it was actually stuff that you were interested in. Yeah, exactly. it's like oh, that toy looks awesome. You
2: know,
0: <laughs> 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 I think it, there's a almost a direct parallel between how bad advertisements gotten on TV with uh, with magazines, which is another mm-hmm. like dying. Medium, yeah. right? Have you re- read a magazine lately?
2: It's been years, literally. I, just mm-hmm.
0: next time you're near a place that, if you actually can find one that sells magazines, just pick one up and just go through it. Ninety percent of it is advertisement. They're well, that's, literally that's what you need to do, right? There are four like articles in a dying left. medium where yeah. you're
1: not, you're not getting the revenues that you once did. You're not getting like the viewership that you once did. Yeah. You just gotta like mm-hmm. ride it, you know? Well, like, playboys crank died. it up. Playboy's dead.
0: Right. No, yeah, well They took up,
2: They took up the uh, the number nudity in Playboy now. Right.
0: Really. Yeah. yeah. So they it turned it know. into a men's magazine because I mean it's got nothing. There's nothing it can compete at, <laughs> with the internet at all.
1: We're just drowning in nipples. Like we don't need any more.
0: Drowning in nipples. <laughs> <laughs> That's not everywhere a,
1: you go. There's nipples. Nipples. Nipples.
0: It doesn't sound negative when you first say it, but then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sounds like, pretty good. Even Dave right? had to make choose one way to go nipples drowning in nipples that sounds like a
1: pretty good way to go <laughs> peace
0: so um, maybe we should take advantage of this because I realize another thing yeah. that happens when people know each other for a really long time <clears throat> they forget to ask each other some basic questions <clears throat> like for instance I've just known you guys for a very long time but I don't actually know how you two met before I met you guys was it we exactly met. the same way?
1: Pretty much. Well, I think we met each other a little bit before.
0: We were
2: on two different programs before, and then we were on media after, and that's when.
0: Okay, so we worked. Yeah. You you were you met at, when we were working at for the same company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: we we started to interact more when when I met you. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I saw like it was I the same convergence. Though, you know. So that was the <laughs> catalyst. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember
2: seeing you around and whatnot. I remember I think I saw you at Typhoon. And I was like, Hey, I know this guy. And then from there, we kept seeing each other in the office. And I got confused between you and Danny. Oh, or did it, you? Was, really? it, was it Mark? Probably it's not. It, Mark it Danny? Right. Mark so I, I just looks like looks it, had to be Danny, it looks yeah. like him, but it's not him. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> 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 and then after that, uh, we did ICC together. Uh huh. And
0: then after that, we went to media. And then. Wow! Flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard mm-hmm. those words spoken in such a long time. Yeah, okay.
1: so we all were put on the same the same team, and that's when we started to... Destiny. ...interact, yeah.
0: The the triple threat was formed that yes. day. <laughs> okay.
1: Not quite that day.
0: Well, we just didn't know.
1: It, it, it worked. Yeah, that's it. It's right?
0: like, it's it's like right. an origin story. It's a little bit of an origin story. It's a little bit. Yeah. Like, first we had to, to, to kind of run into you. Then I had to find out that you were into comics. Yeah. Then you had to show us your photography. Yeah. And then we had to go, whoa. <laughs> he did, and he judge me he <laughs> judged, judged me a little bit but, <laughs> but I think I think it's because you, you did like you did uh, I don't want I don't want to call it erotic photography what would like you fine art? Nude? fine art yeah. fine art yeah, fine art, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely well, not erotic you're just you're my, just a very was listening to the show what's wrong with <laughs> it's not, it's not we can cut it out after totally drowning in sea. <laughs> so nipples you did nudes you did art artistic yeah. right so but i think it it was surprising because again you have such a polite demeanor um that that normally you just associate someone who does photography that way i don't know maybe it's just a stupid stereotype but it was like, oh, hi, hello, this is Richard, and he never swears, and he's very polite, and he's always, he says thank you, opens the door the whole bit, and then like, boom, uh, here, here's some nudity, and you're like, whoa, okay, uh, and but you were very open about it, and that's what I thought was great, because I was, like, and then I remember even, I think I recall a conversation with Richard going like, has Richard showed you his photography? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he has. He <laughs> was like, okay. So he's there cool. are many layers to Richard. <laughs> he's like an onion. He's like yeah, an onion. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. When did the photography start? When did you get a fascination with that? Um, that
2: was uh, that was a bit of a, a kind of fall into it a little bit. Um, I actually hadn't planned on getting to photography. I did a shoot for a friend of mine, um, just shots for her to use for. Uh, um, she's applying to be a model of some company or something. So, long story short was that the pictures I used for her end up being used in the magazine. I didn't get credit for it. So, I didn't care at the time because I, I did I, we rented a little camera. I took some pictures. We're just having fun with it. And uh, the pictures got put in the magazine. So, I thought it was cool. And uh, she got the job. She started modeling, etc., etc. et cetera. And then um, my older brother was doing um, modeling in uh, black magazines. And oh, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my younger brother was actually doing stunts in movies and TV shows and whatnot. So, I just started taking pictures of them, having fun, whatever. And then people started asking me. And then actually a good friend of mine, Tasha, you guys know Tasha. Of course. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out Tasha. (laughs) Um, She got me my first nude shoot with a good friend of hers. It was a pregnancy shoot. So obviously I'm not used to girls and i was super shy, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, it worked out really well. And it just kicked off from there. So people just started asking more and more.
0: Richard just looked at me because he, he, was, he was probably waiting for me to take a shot at you when you said you weren't used to girls. <laughs> he just instinctively <laughs> looked over and I just didn't do anything and he just went, hmm, and he, <laughs> he just resumed. Well, he, he looked over just for a second to see if I would I would go there.
2: I have to admit I was super shy with girls years ago. I'm not shy anymore but uh-huh. at the time up until certain No, names, it's terrifying. I, I, exactly, I do not want to talk to girls, right? I was, I was freaked out talking to girls.
0: That's why so many creeps go into photography because Thanks, thanks. Not you. I'm not sure where this is going? <laughs> no, but, but creeps go into mean photography. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? No, creeps go into photography all is. the time because it's just this weird environment where it's perfectly acceptable for you to expect of women to just like take off their clothes, and then um, because it's kind of odd, right? Like, well, normally you wouldn't do this in any circumstance.
2: Well, that's why, I, I'm again, I don't knock any types of photography, whatever you do, whether it's uh, boudoir, erotic, whatever you want to do, fine art to uh, glamour. It's whatever you want to do and you like it, perfect. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Uh, my thing, if I do do pictures with girls, I try to focus on them looking strong. I want I don't want them to be an object or, or take advantage of. I want to look at the beauty of it, right? So if it's going to be nude, then I definitely want it to look nice and artistic. I want it to be something that as a legacy for myself, that if someone sees it down the road, they say, yeah, this guy did some nice stuff. I'm hoping it's nice stuff, um, but I don't want them looking, yeah, this guy's a bit of a
0: pervert. I, I definitely then, never got the impression that you were a pervert. I appreciate that. Thank I mean, you. and
1: the the pictures that I've seen, it seems like the like the model is kind of empowered in those. It's well, that's, not like that's my focus, right? It's, been, weapons. it's been fun. <laughs> 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 a weapons
0: on them. There's a lot of weapons There's a lot of weapons. <laughs> but that's, I think, almost another... Fascination that's kind of coming in there, right? Because, okay, there's a superhero thing that you're into photography, there's the artistic aspect of nudity, but also martial arts. I think you've, yeah, you have man. a thing with martial arts, right? Yeah, my whole family
2: did it pretty much. Actually, my nephew is doing uh, mixed martial arts in uh, in the UK, really he's doing very well. Um, very like, proud he's of going
0: him. all the way, yeah. Well, he's, he's,
2: uh, I can next time I go on Facebook, I'll forward you some of his fights and stuff, but he's, he's doing uh, right he's doing on pretty good. Yeah, I'm proud of him. So he's doing pretty good. MMA, but,
0: that's that's uh, that's that's some serious shit. Yeah. But
2: I mean, England is known for that kind of stuff, right? You yeah. go to England, you, they you still
0: they love wrestling. Uh, they, they love they, all that. They stuff.
2: They go toe to toe. The guys in England, you don't mess with guys in England, right? They all can fight. the all. What's your nephew's name? Uh, DL. DL. Yeah.
0: And is he go under that name?
2: Uh, yes, I believe so. I have to check.
0: Big but, shout out to DL. Okay. Big shout out. Does um, he ever come to? Uh, does he ever hop the pond? Uh, he's
2: been here once. Okay. He came for my brother's wedding years back, but uh, once.
0: Well, if he ever ever comes this way, then it'd be I'll great to over. interview him and get his perspective on things. Okay, but when you say it's been your family, is, is this been kind of like is it your was that your dad kind of the catalyst? Yeah, to Yeah. So my dad was in the British Air Force,
2: so uh, he learned it there. He was He's a pilot. Uh, no, actually. So, not to get into a racist topic, but back then, of course, they didn't let uh, black guys fly. No. Yeah, yeah. It was a big shocker. It was a big shocker. But uh, yeah, they didn't let black guys fly back then. Um, so he was an officer, but he never got to actually pilot a plane. He jumped oh. out. He did a lot kind of stuff.
0: But, so he uh, have the paratrooper stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but okay. he didn't
2: actually get to uh, fly. But obviously, he still learned to fight. He was an officer. That's that's
0: a big deal. Yeah, this would have yeah. been in the 60s, 70s?
2: Uh, way before that. So he came here in 1972. So I think he joined when he was like 17 or something. Okay. So yeah, this is going way back in the late 40s, 60s. 40s. 40s. Yeah, this is going back a long time ago.
0: Jeez. So Okay so yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool so that way that how does that connect to martial arts so he learned
2: um uh, muay thai he learned uh kung fu um in the it? army uh in the military yeah in the okay. british air force in the so, air force so, excuse yeah, me that's okay so he learned it there and then when he f- was here he taught us obviously right but for his focus with us was not to fight we're learning to protect ourselves and protect our family uh he didn't want us fighting didn't want us hitting anybody like that was the last thing we're allowed to do and he'd always just say before you learn to hurt you have to learn how to heal so you teach each other how to take care of each other uh defense was first never striking that was like but the why last would thing.
0: a black man in north america need i'm not sure defend to I'm defend themselves sure, because it's so friendly it's very <laughs> friendly over here they so. never run into any trouble <laughs> no not at all what do you mean they <laughs> okay we're just gonna keep this going <laughs> yeah. all night okay so, so it, that was his sort of kind of uh i want you, i want my boys to be able to protect themselves but he clearly communicated like the respect aspect yeah we I mean,
2: weren't allowed to use it right so he taught us to do it just for in case there's an emergency, but it was never used uh, If you're at school, like, we're not going to get into fights. Someone picked a fight with you, pushed you, you pretty much had to stay there and smile and, or cry or walk off, but you weren't allowed to fight back, right?
0: Okay, if you kick someone, like, your dad would deal with you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right?
2: <laughs> so he was scared of us hurting somebody, right? Sure. So we weren't allowed to. And then, of course, my dad passed on at nine. So my mom continued, meaning she sent me to karate. Uh, my older brother did, I think he did Muay Thai, did some other stuff. Um... um we all did some kind of martial arts growing up, and then just continued from there. So.
0: Okay. So. And then you you started using it for evil, right? Yes. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the natural progression of, of doing all that. Well, so. you know, you either, uh, what is it? You either live, no, you either die a hero, live long, long enough. Long, long enough to become the villain. To become the villain. Yeah. Choice words. Yes. Wisdom. Okay. That's cool. So, okay, so that's, I'm a little bit, I feel a bit better now that knowing that you, we all kind of, organically came together as friends at the same time. I was a little bit jealous. I thought you guys had some sort of friendship beforehand. I was
2: actually jealous of you guys. I was a little jealous.
0: Of me and Richard? Well, cuz you guys were hanging out cuz I was hanging out with him to the side and you guys were hanging out. I was like, "Oh, he's
2: cheating on me." Like what's going on? <laughs> and then, uh, I feel that on. way
0: about you t- when you two hang out. <laughs> I think it's mm. just the the mm. I think it's the three the, th- the three thing. It's don't don't, don't, don't say Don't worry. There's, there's plenty of me to go around. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to say <laughs> the same. But we all have weird dynamics. Like when you two hang out, there's a thing. You have like a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You guys kind of... I, don't, I can't explain it. The two of you kind of sit there and you look like you're prospecting <laughs> or you're surveying like <laughs> geological surveyors you're like is it there you're like yeah yeah like you're both looking in the same direction when rich when Bev and I hang out apparently we have yeah, we old, we we, yeah, a yeah we have an old old gay couple dynamic. <laughs> that's the joke that's the running <laughs> running joke I you resent that you guys are that. so cute <laughs> why'd you well, have to say that <laughs> <laughs> well it's just it's them I'm just I'm bringing this out because this is on them they, they, uh, they make fun of us is okay. what I'm saying you see I'm a much better friend than this guy just like the, the
1: just the two of you walking down the street, Because you know, un- I'm under a street lamp. It's just it's. Because I'm beautiful. smaller
0: and he's bigger. Is that what it is? I don't know what it
1: is. It's, it's just it's adorable. It's adorable. But whatever it is, it's adorable.
2: Okay.
0: I'm not used to being called adorable, but no. thank you. Ha- have your fun. Have your fun. Mm. Well, you're also like, speaking of comics, like everybody's watching, like uh, Luke Cage right now. It's, everyone's like binging on Luke Cage right now, which mm. I just finished. You guys, you're almost done.
1: I'm on episode seven. Oh, so you're about halfway
0: through? Yeah. Okay, I mean, you're I'm almost done. Nine, You've got like two, three episodes yeah. left. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I'm really it, enjoying it. Yeah. It's not bad. I'd love it. I'd love, I'd love us to get into that maybe a little yeah. bit later in the show. But, um, and it's immediately funny to me because, and I think those people listening, who once they see a picture of Richard, if they haven't already, I don't know anyone that you know that wasn't immediately thinking of you when the show came out cuz first of all you've been a Luke Cage fan for since i was a kid so, the longest yeah. time right i can go back in your facebook history you know not that i'm you know peeping you but <laughs> you have tons of <laughs> luke cage stuff you know yeah. as 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 you would but isn't it crazy how how the timing is perfect for the, for this character how like i never thought that luke cage would ever have like a historical resonance i just thought it would be cool to see him on the screen because it's a memory from like I loved, loved like my favorite, probably my favorite comic next to Daredevil when I was a kid was uh, Iron Fist and Power Man and Iron yeah. Fist. I still have yeah. them all, so for me it was a huge kick. I was really worried that they were going to give them the that they were going to give them the seventies outfit because <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. But they, dealt they did the it, it to super it. cleverly. Yeah. It was super funny the way they, de- they did it. Um, but I don't know. To me, or like I was like. As I was telling you earlier, when I'm watching the show, I'm like, this guy is trying to do Richard Babb, and he's not hes, he's not bad at it. He's pretty good, but I know the <laughs> real Luke Cage. <laughs> I know who this guy is, but uh, I don't know. There's something about it. So are you enjoying it? I am really enjoying it,
2: actually. Yeah? It's actually uh, I know they've been trying to get it for like 10 years now. They've been trying to get that on. Uh, they want to do a movie first. Didn't work out. Oh, that's right. A bunch yeah. of guys were. Um, yeah, Tyrese tried. A bunch of guys. Tyrese. Tried. Those that, that would have been on. There's that guy that did the. All uh, oh, the, the Old Spice. The, guy. Old Spice. Yeah, he wanted to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, he did. he did a whole ad and everything, saying he wanted to be Luke Cage, and he everything. recorded,
0: I think, a whole like fake trailer. Yeah. Wow. And He could have almost worked, but uh, I, know. I know what you. You're. You're. Whenever they come out with a superhero movie, this is what I love about Richard. Is he always like he's his comment is always like, and he's right. Not big enough. <laughs> the guys are too small. <laughs> but it's because it's true. In the comic books, these people are tend to be like, you know, stacked. Massive. Like, they're, you know, massive. Oh, yeah. uh, and in the 90s, it got even worse. They just hyper-steroided out everybody. They started here. like adding muscles that don't exist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their yeah. life field years, yeah, the exactly. X-Men, everybody had like a massive fucking like crutch and bulging... There's Everywhere These
2: little feet, no hands, and yeah. uh, and a little chin, and then like a huge, massive chest. And yeah, yeah, huge yeah. thighs. Well, I felt
0: <laughs> as, uh, yeah. So I, do you think the this guy's too small? No, nah, he's My not culture. as big yeah. as what
2: I thought they would do, but realistically, how are you going to do that, right? Like nowadays, it's almost impossible to get that kind of size without doing yeah. words or something. And this is more believable, right? So you can see him fighting certain people, doing certain things, so it's more of the... The normal guy that got powers was a little more cooler, mm-hmm. uh, but he's got he's got some size to him. Like, don't get me wrong, he's, he's not a yeah, small he's boy. Still, he's, yeah, he's formidable. Not, yeah, yeah, he's not tiny whatsoever. He, he, right?
0: I find he moves funny though. He doesn't look like a guy who has martial arts training. He does. I don't think he does. He doesn't look like a fighter to me. I don't he doesn't know like I, I don't. For watching
2: his move, I I wouldn't think he did any kind of martial arts. But keep in mind, Luke Cage was never a good fighter in the comic books, right?
0: Um, it was always his
2: strengths he was that's when he fought he fought uh, Iron Fist in the beginning right and Iron Fist was like knocking around because he wasn't a fighter right he didn't have that ability he just had his strength he was used to using his size to fight but he was never a fighter right
0: yeah so he got
2: beat up a lot of times right anybody who was on some kind of like fighting skill would knock him around right
0: well it's interesting because the original the iteration of 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 Power Man that I remember from the comics was a positive black character for in that time yeah but now, if they had translated him from the page as is, would have probably not gone over very well. No. It would have come off as, you know, a stereotype. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know um, not just from the way he was dressed, but he was kind of like, now it's cute that he says sweet Christmas and sweet sister and mm-hmm. all that. But back then, those were expressions that were kind of common in, the, in, the, in, in Harlem, right? Like mm-hmm. these were, uh, this was kind of the... Well, it was a black... Black
2: flirtation, comic book is what it was, right? That's, yeah, that's pretty much what the best way to describe. Yeah, it. it
0: was, it was, it was sort of like flirtation, like it's. Yeah, it was for black, but also it's comics trying saying, hey, you know, black people can be hero too. Black and, people's, but also tapping into that um, black exploitation, uh, martial arts vibe, yeah. right? Hmm. Teaming up like a a, kara, a kung fu expert with like a a no-jive-taking, <laughs> like, you know, punching dude called Power Man, and he had a chain for a belt, you know? <laughs> like Wait, so for the comic illiterate,
1: uh, Power Man is the same as Luke Cage? Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: And But he started off. He was Power Man first, yeah. and then later on they he didn't like Power Man for some reason in the comic books.
0: They tried and to rebrand him in the 90s. Yeah, so they called him Cage for a bit. Yeah. Oh my God, but 90s. in fact, mm-hmm. if you look at it, the 90s reboot in the comics was actually... A little bit in poorer taste than the uh, the original. Yeah, because they updated him so he had kind of like a Mike Tyson haircut with like the little you know zip in his hair. Yeah, and he wore kind of a leather jacket and he had like knuckle rings, which I'm a little pissed that I didn't. I don't. I haven't seen them in the show. Maybe I missed them, (laughs) but. I, w- I was kind of hoping uh, maybe maybe next season or whatever. Hopefully they don't do that. <laughs> but I loved it, I loved the, I loved the knuckle rings from a hit, from a hip hop perspective, right? But, but the knuckle was, rings are like like brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah. But he had like Luke Cage, right? Like uh. he had to, uh, but, but he wouldn't need them. No, but it was yeah, just good, cool. It didn't make any sense. Okay. They right. thugged right. him in the nineties. They, they tried to update we don't talk him about that, and they, they thugged <laughs> him out. They thugged him out, and so I I don't know if he had any gold teeth, but suddenly he was coming he, off. He a had a bit. chain
2: for a bit, and actually at one point they gave him a gold chain in one of the later issues. Right? He had uh, he had a black cap on, which I don't understand why. Uh, they shaved his head. He gave kind him of a tried go-tee. to make him like a gangster because yeah. before he didn't have a goatee, right? Then all right. of a sudden they gave him a goatee, shaved his head, gave him a black cap, and then they gave him a gold chain. I was like, okay, not are going a little too far. Maybe
0: they were trying to... They were clumsily trying to adapt him to, I guess, the gangster rap era and trying to make him like a tough boxing street guy. But I just felt like it was... Uh, they Too much. Well, they kind of screwed up. The, or- the original jive-talking, yellow shirt, <laughs> chain-belted guy, if you read him now, he s- doesn't feel racist at all. No. Like the old... The only thing that feels a little bit funny is like you can kind of hear the... The funk music, you know, that like that Dolomite Shaps thing. Well, that part I
2: appreciate, to be honest with you. And they had some of the older, like, you had uh, uh, that guy from Lucy Pearl, I forget his name now. Uh, there's a bunch of stars, like, singers on the show. So it kind of reminded me, like... Uh, yeah, the show stacked. Yeah, yeah the, the, the stars, the singers are amazing. To see them in there, you know? And they, they actually want the soundtrack right? You had Faith Evans in there. You yeah. You had all different people. So, like, they're singing. So I was like, it's cool. You get to see a little bit of that, so... You know
0: what it reminded me of? Uh, do you remember that show, New York Undercover? That's what I that's was saying. That's, that's what I was thinking. Exactly there has like to be that. a connection there. I, I'm sure it's what they did, right? Because that was this cop show with Malik Yoba, and I forget the name of the other guy. Yeah. Uh, and... That was part of the show's charm is that they would always meet back at this club, and whatever whoever was up on stage was an actual artist, and you get to hear great fucking music. Yeah, it was a great soundtrack too. Every episode they'd mm. have someone up there, and here they, when I saw how they had like legit, yeah. uh, who was it? The first guy with the. Um, uh, the first first artist they have with the hat and the, uh, that's, not Rafiq. That's, that's the
2: thing. That, that that's it. Uh, Raphael Rafiq Rafa, 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 Rafa? That, I forget what his name is now, but a, he used to be on Lucy Pearl, and before that, he was on Tony Tony Tony. Tony Tony Tony. Yeah. yeah, he's
0: amazing. I haven't. Yeah. I I'd forgotten I, I love about that guy. Completely. He's amazing. He's amazing. But the music alone, I feel, is like a really cool aspect of the.
2: I was actually watching with my brother my younger brother Kevin and they were saying the same thing because it was on and we are watching like this is just like New York on a cover it was, like it was amazing you know? did he so make like, the connection yeah, there too yeah, yeah. It was fun. so
0: as a non as a non reader of, of this comics like how did the I'm really curious to, to hear how, the, how like what's your perspective like what do you see when you watch Luke Cage
1: I'm just like discovering the character for the first time I mean you've talked to me about
0: about that character a bunch of times might have well I'm, yeah. Iron Fist is my favorite superhero of all time
1: right I learned most of my comic book stuff from you guys so <laughs> I just quietly sit here and listen to you guys talk about like insider comic stuff and I'll I just absorb
0: but at the same time it's super interesting because I wonder how that feel it's like if I'd love talking to someone who just saw Alien for the first time mm. and what they thought of it you know because everyone else has talked it to death because it's such an iconic film but as, as, as you're watching the show do you get a sense is there any stuff that goes over your head because you feel like it's
1: no i think it's it's well done enough that you can kind of pick it up i think they've they've planned it that way so that you can come in without any knowledge and sort of figure it out right it's not horribly complex as a as a plot no you just don't get all the history and context that you guys might have from
2: well, reading would, all the comics. Yeah, some of it wouldn't work, right? Like, from Cottonmouth to Diamondback, like, you couldn't put those history in there, and these guys had powers, right, in the comic books, so, yeah. so they didn't use it in the TV show, which is fine, which makes it work a bit more, right? So Yeah,
0: the I, the guy who plays Cotton, uh, not Cottonmouth, uh, well, him I remember from uh, House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, great. he's a great actor. He's a great he's actor. He's really good. Yeah. He was also in the,
1: the 4400. Yeah, I, yes. I, I taped that. That was a great show, too.
2: Yeah. But but he usually played a good guy most of the time, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But he was he was and even now he was kinda even he in this is he's kind of a redeemable villain. Like he's harsh but yeah. he's kinda got a sad story, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, that's one thing I noticed with the <coughs> with the Marvel villains in the Netflix shows is that you they're they're multi-dimensional. You yeah, know, they're not just like evil. Like they're not like a Captain Planet villain. We're like, meh, I'm going to destroy the ocean.
2: Well, the why other, would you do that? But I think it's just. Meh. <laughs> but that's a Jeff Loeb thing, right? Because he yeah. did the same thing with Smallville, right? He made you like Lex Luthor exactly. before he became a villain. So that's the Jeff Loeb thing. And that's the that. thing.
0: And Mar, it's funny because Marvel uh, movies, one of the big criticisms of it is their villains suck. Yeah, <laughs> mm, yeah,
1: right. But having a show. In, uh, Extra time in order to yes. be able to do that character development. I think it, it works with the medium. Yeah.
0: Where have I seen the actor that plays Diamondback before?
2: I don't know. He actually reminded me of Sam El for some reason,
0: right? That guy don't. is he's, probably the most compelling actor I've seen in the last ten years. Of but now. I like him as a villain. Honestly, he's, he's amazing he's as great. a villain. He's but great. that guy, we got to find out what could you. Could, we got to find out what this guy's name is. I could watch him all day. He has this this incredibly like this charisma that's that's ridiculous got a great
2: presence honestly his
0: voice yeah his his the intonation his eyes his everything his whole game is just it's easily he's like the mvp of this and every time he appears on the screen it's like a joy you know because he you don't know what he's gonna do it almost knocks you out of the superhero realm completely because he's doing some hbo shit yeah you know, and especially once they start sort of explaining the the relationship there between him and Cage, yeah. it almost veers off completely into a really, like, much deeper, I think, than the comic book ever was. Uh, definitely. I don't remember them
2: being having a half-brother uh, or whatever. No. Thing, so. But
0: certainly, I don't remember any of this, like, all the background stuff without wanting to spoil any of it. Yeah. Um is really deep it's almost like a family drama at this point like you remove the powers and everything this could just be the story of this family you almost want to see that movie like what was this guy's dad's like and what was their relationship this could just been hbo show yeah right but then you get some superpowers on top of that so that's fun (laughs) yeah yeah no great performances um not a hundred percent strong show for me i feel like there was a lot of hiccups in the show a lot of... Well, like, I think they, they dragged out things a bit too much. I
2: think so, too. But I think they...
0: They're trying anemic. to
2: anemic. They're trying to be careful with this, right? Because this is pretty much what your first black superhero show you're ever going to have, right? That's that's ever been... Is like, this really the first I, I know they had... Years ago, they had this show called Mantis, right? Which I never okay. even... I remember mm-hmm. even seeing it. But I can't think of any oh. other show where you had the... A black superhero is your prime character, right? Right. Most of cast is black, right? You don't usually get that very often. Yeah, they're, almost like, entirely. I don't remember. Like, yeah. Besides shades, like, but I mean. there's
0: scenes with like four black women in the scene, and they're all like one's captain of the police, yeah, which is great, right? One's a, a politician, that's awesome the other one's the, t- the hard nosed detective, yeah. and it didn't feel like they were just doing it on purpose, right? Like, it. I don't know. It felt. It felt. Different, definitely from that. Stuff. Well,
1: the fact that it, it takes place in Harlem makes it believable. Yeah. Well, right? I've seen like other if it was somewhere sh- else.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I've seen other shows where it's like supposed to be like a predominantly black area, but then it's half white, half this, half whatever, and you have like two black characters. Like, right. That doesn't make any sense, right? So this is predominantly black, which is, again, I think a good step forward. Whether they're trying to make up for something, I don't know. But it's a good step forward. Mm. And two at the same time, I think it was pretty well done. They're all very strong actors as well, right? So, oh yeah. So oh, they're the whole, great. Yeah, so well, it yeah.
0: certainly doesn't feel like, um, like,
1: forced. Like, yeah. yeah. Like so remember exactly.
0: that that Oscars where there was yeah. a specter of of racism hanging over it yeah. from the previous year, and mm. suddenly every they were scrambling to find any black actor, and like, well, what's Denzel doing? training day I don't know what that is give an award monsters ball sure sure Oscar but they're doing that now if you look at the Spider-Man movie coming out yeah like I think
2: more than half the cast is black now right or some kind of Mm. ethnic denomination right so I think blacksican is that a thing (laughs) possibly
0: I heard that in a Wu Tang sound is that a thing can we say (laughs) blacksican I
2: don't know are we safe (laughs) because like I think uh, Flash Thompson is going to be I think he's a Hindu guy or something like that okay which I'm not sure how that works out Um, well I mean Eh. Fine, but the thing is, he looks smaller than Parker, so I'm not sure how that's going to work out either. Yeah, right? he's supposed so, to be the bully. Right? Yeah, so he's supposed to be bigger, right? So that's one of the things that doesn't make sense. Um, I'm cool. Indian with the Mar- guys
0: don't bully anybody. <laughs> 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 I'm cool
2: with the Mary Jane casting. And a lot of people freaked out over that, but they've got a, a black girl playing uh, Mary Jane, so I'm cool with that. Um, but they have tons of people that are just making whether it's cameos or whatever part they're playing. They've got tons of black actors now in Spider Man, yeah. right? So I have
0: I have Spider Man fatigue. So at this point, I'm like I don't even care about Homecoming except for the fact that uh, my buddy uh, Michael Mando is going to be in it. Oh, and He's from Montreal, and you know he's like a, he's representing out there. But other than that, like, do you have any hope for this film? Honestly, I love superhero movies, so I'm glad they're doing it. It's I mean this is what
2: we're waiting for since we're kids, right? So I'm happy they're doing it. I'm just worried that they will just keep copy them out now like it's just a thing right well, for
0: Spider-Man particularly this is like what the fourth reboot yeah the third actually like yeah.
1: we've been waiting for this movie in particular
0: or, or just Super general Super
1: general Super general superhero yeah. yeah.
2: movies altogether, right like yeah. I mean to certain, like, like, for example Batman versus Superman right since yeah. you are a kid, you were waiting to see that fight. You always thought it would never happen, and it was like it came. wasn't good. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> so It, it could have been so that. much better. It could have <laughs> been so much better.
0: Eric LeRae Harvey is Diamondback in Luke Cage. Okay, I don't know this And game. I know for a fact I've seen him somewhere. I'm, I'm checking his INDB now, too. I've Okay, so apparently he was in Twister. <laughs> he was in Rounders. Which I've seen about eight hundred times, so I maybe it's in Rounders, and I just don't remember where in Rounders. Uh, K-Pax, nobody watched. Um, <laughs> the Caveman's Valentine. Do you remember that movie? No. It's uh, it's. Oh, you guys should check that out. Yeah? It's a this movie that no one's seen with uh, Sam Jackson, okay. featuring like he's a homeless guy. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, and I remember
1: the cover at least. I don't yeah, know if yeah, I yeah, the that. dreads and stuff. Yeah, more. but he
0: was from Juilliard. He had he had been like a music music genius or something and then he something happened to him it was like a murder mystery um yeah i'm trying to figure out what else he's been in hang on a second here chicago pd i never have you ever seen that yeah i've seen that well i i I know
2: of it but i haven't actually watched any episodes he's
0: got some interesting credits are you ready for this um wolfenstein the video game (laughs) really that's a what the fuck Boardwalk Empire. That's where I saw him. Uh, I never watched the show. Yeah, because the there's like a black gang in in uh, a small black gang in the Boardwalk Empire, um, and the leader of it is the guy that played Omar on uh, The Wire. Okay. Mm. And I think that's right. That's where I saw him. He's the guy that kind of challenges him in prison or something. Yeah, yeah. That's where I saw him. But this guy, man, uh, Eric Clapton Harvey. he instantly he's instantly talented. compelling he's, he's talented he's talented it's ridiculous he owns the screen and you do not give a shit what else is going on the second he hits the screen and you don't know where he's he's menacing like i don't remember the last time i saw a villain and what cuz cottonmouth kind of gets punked yeah pretty early in the show right like he never fully fear him uh, yeah. or at least he gets compromised fairly quickly as a Oh, you better not cross him, you know. So he's
1: got like an injured animal kind of danger to him, right? Like he's he's volatile.
0: Yeah, he starts laughing whenever he, he's in trouble or yeah. he's in a bad way. He starts he's
1: backed in the corner and definitely feels hungry. But he's a kind of a mixed character. He's not like super powerful and all must fear him. Yeah, but his he's, he's on his way up.
0: He's like he's he's trying to be a kingpin type, right? Right. But uh, uh, Diamondback, like you're like holy shit. You know, and he hasn't even done anything. Just just when he talks, you're like, he, he sounds like a supervillain. Yeah. You know.
2: Actually, I like Shades too. I have to give a nod to Shades. Yeah. I like yeah. I like the I actor. At
0: first, I was like, shoot this guy in
2: the face, like get rid of him. But then after a little bit, he grew on me. You know. So <laughs> he's like,
0: very he's a very charismatic actor yeah. as well. But I don't understand his role. Like if you remove him from this entire show. I, like, I don't feel like they've explained, it. like, no, they never say, they never really explain anything about this Well,
2: guy. I mean, I'm being a little too uh, deep or whatever, but now you kind of the white devil kind of encouraging people to do certain he things. He's Hispanic, right? though. Hey.
0: Hey. Isn't he?
2: Hey. What? Put your, put your beard down. We're talking. What? The grown-ups are talking. The girl. <laughs> what, what do you say? I'm so confused. just <laughs> <best> with you. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> no, but I get it, it. It comes into that, right? Hispanic, whatever you want to call him. So be it. But again, he's he's a lighter shade of the color on uh-huh. that show, right? And he's the one stepping in there and kind of coaching people to do certain things.
0: I don't so. understand what his character is. I don't know if that's because the show's trying to keep that juicy and reveal later, or if it's because they just don't really don't. I didn't execute it properly. There's a bunch of stuff in this show that I find is poorly executed. But the charisma and the importance of the show is such that it keeps me watching. Like plenty of times I've sat there going like, oh, God, are we doing this again? You're stretching this episode. Like you've established all this stuff before. Why are we back on this topic again? Why are we seeing another conversation about this, which was already resolved five episodes ago? But it's so watchable. Yeah. Mm. You know, and the barbershop, like I love the barbershop. Gonna have a barbershop. Pop. gotta have a barbershop. Uh, you gotta, you gotta have a barbershop. <laughs> like that felt that feels real. It felt real to me. Hmm. I love the guy that, that plays chess. You know, the guy that's like the yeah. smart ass that's just sits <laughs> there with his hat on and he just he will he'll, he'll just slip in something like, That's not what you said last week. Is, he's, <laughs> like, who asked you? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh definitely the music's great, the acting's great. Um lots of easter eggs man yeah. lots of comic book yeah. easter eggs production quality is amazing yeah it's definitely there
1: actors are great mm-hmm. for the most part the dialogue is solid
0: Yeah, yep yeah. and uh, I honestly sometimes I, I definitely felt that like obviously this was more inclusive of uh, you know American blacks than it was because like, some conversations were clearly about cultural things that like you have to be there to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd go off on. They often mention a lot of authors and stuff that I think most people don't know about, yeah. which I think is really cool. A lot of black authors are important poets, things yeah. like that. So there's a little basketball, There was a little bit of poetry, a little bit of um, literature. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and like a new
1: celebration of that, that culture.
0: Yeah. Never mind a bulletproof, very timely. <laughs> a bulletproof black man. Right. <laughs> right? In a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's super strong. That's a super brave fucking thing to address in a comic book TV series, no less. Right.
1: And was he wearing the 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 hoodie in the in the old? Like, no. Or no, was no, he there was, was no he like um, no in high tops and chains and no. big collars?
2: He pretty much had. He started off with the the yellow and blue outfit, which okay. was like a disco type outfit. It yeah, was very first. disco. And then later on, when they tried to make him more. Uh, quote-unquote ghetto.
0: Mike tyson Yeah. Then
2: they, they gave him like a tight t-shirt and a leather jacket. Yeah. But then they got rid of the leather jacket. Actually, he's got a hoodie now in the comic books. He wrote for a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like a brownish beige hoodie. He had that for a
0: little bit. And then the yellow and the black kind of came back in. Yeah. Then he came back as more generic yeah, actually. Yeah. But now he
2: wears like a t-shirt and and, 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 and jeans and that's what he fights in. Mm. Most of the time now. Right.
0: Yeah, He's kind of a, the reluctant hero. Yeah. But he they do that work. with
2: all the comic books now, right? Like Superboy, all these guys, they all have just jeans, jeans and a T-shirt, right? T-shirt, that's, t-shirts. That's yeah. all they're doing now. Mm.
0: Minimal. Yeah. But definitely, uh, so you you you, uh, you give it the bad uh, stamp of approval? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
2: I think they can do more with it, but honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the show. So I'm, maybe I'm biased based on the fact that childhood superhero that's filing on TV, and also you got a black guy on TV, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm definitely a big fan but of the it, show. But you know what? It's...
0: It, on top of it being a black superior what's cool is it's also he's dealing with like problems within the black community as opposed to uh it's it's not really like there's talking about race and they address it here and there but it's not hateful towards you know there's not not a lot of that rhetoric no it's actually problems between people and their agendas yeah And it just so happens that they have their color and culture in common, but they're really like, they're mad at each other because of the same reasons anyone else would be. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's a human thing.
0: Yeah, one wants the power, the money, the other one wants to like, you know, they're they're treated like people, which is exactly how you approach anything. Mm. You just, these are people's stories. You don't ignore that there are racial tensions. You don't ignore that. You know, like he has his expressions. Like when he's uh, on the run, he said he says, uh, "I'll I'll I'll lay in the cut." Yeah. Which I didn't know what the cut meant until I watched Hell on Wheels, <laughs> which now I know that the cut is basically the ditches that like the uh, slaves had to dig in the railroad road days, hmm. and get back in the cut was like get back in the ditch and fucking dig, right? And it's also where you hid, I guess, if you were on the run or something. So, hmm. the, or uh, you know, there's clearly metaphors but it doesn't beat you over the head with it in fact it goes okay here it is this stuff but now here is a story about these people and their interests you know coming to coming to uh, I don't even say this their interests basically not aligning Luke Cage is a superhero that is black and doesn't happen to be black and i think because he's a community based superhero it doesn't wear a mask and doesn't have a cape he basically has a direct interaction So, part of the show is how does the ecology of a neighborhood change when you have a bulletproof black man? How how do the streets deal with that? How do the police deal with that? How
2: does that change a community that's afraid to talk out about what's happening? How does it empower them to really do something? Because there isn't a single black man that's ever stepped forward to change things that hasn't put himself at great sacrifice, you know, at at great risk. So,
0: it's going to be a bit awkward once they all put him together as the defenders. But keep in mind, Misty and uh and Iron Fist are together, right? Right. So Iron Fist and Misty are supposed to be at an item. and then but here's the thing, night nurse. Yeah. Uh, or as they refer to her in the show, the West Top. Indian looking chick. <laughs> <laughs> so she's I think she slept with Daredevil. Didn't she have sex with Daredevil? The Claire Temple. You're asking yeah, me, yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, in the yeah, in the Daredevil show, I think yeah, she yeah, had sex yeah, with yeah. him. And then then she floated over to Jessica Jones, had sex with Luke Cage. No, no, not yet. Oh, sorry, Jessica Jones had sex with yeah, Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then she's kind of dealing with Luke in this show. Well, at least there, there seems to be something there. And then now it's getting, it's getting a little weird. <laughs> well, keep in mind that
2: they change the storyline in the comic book a little bit because in the comic originally, if I'm not mistaken, it was Luke Cage was sent after Misty Knight mm-hmm. for whatever reason.
0: And I think it's because she was undercover. Yeah, something like um, that. Working for um, um, Moses Magnum. That's some of that, yeah. That's who I was. I thought was going to be the villain.
2: Yeah, I thought so too, actually. But, anyways, long story short, was that Iron Fist was there to protect her against Luke Fist, oh, against uh, Power Man, mm-hmm. which is why they got into a fight the first time they met, right? So right. It was over Misty Knight. So maybe they're going to, in the, com- the Netflix series, a- maybe because of their hookup. Maybe I'm Ar- so
0: nervous for Iron Fist, man, because to me, that is the. To me, like, it's it's everything. Yeah, It's everything to me. It's your Luke Cage. <laughs> it's everything to me. Iron Fist to me is such a precious, precious thing. Uh, shortly before they announced that they would do Defenders and all these guys, I was actually, I'd written a script for an Iron Fist short film. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. And it was going to be, it was going to be like heavily martial arts, obviously, uh, some great fights mm-hmm. in it. I was going to have like him, I was going to have Shang-Chi, who I wonder if, that could be an interesting character to bring in at some point, too. It would be kind of like an Asian Luke Cage situation where they'd get a chance to take this character that was a bit of a token Asian superhero, hmm. but could maybe peel it back and make it a little bit more sophisticated. But, like, they cannot fuck up Iron Fist. I'll be so upset if they fuck up Iron Fist. I don't think they will. They've been very good with with um, paying tribute. So far, so good. And Punisher looks like it's going to be... Fucking amazing. But I think what we're going to get now is Iron Fist is next in March. Yeah.
1: Have they casted that role? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They got, they got yeah the guy. Uh, is it they a white dude or yeah, yeah. is it an Asian dude. Dude. Dude.
0: Asian dude? White dude. Asian dude would have made no sense.
1: Because he's a white dude that goes to like a Tibetan temple or something exactly. and gets like superpowers.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's supposed, in fact, it's supposed to be like a lily white blonde kind of trust fund type of kid, but okay. that does not have that kind of life. Hmm. So he and he ends up hanging out in Harlem with Luke Cage, right? In the comics, so he's in fact he's kind of the interloper in the comics. Okay, he's the odd odd he's man. He's the minority. Yeah, because Luke Cage is in his neighborhood, but he's he's with this like he's with this like blonde blue eyed guy in in kung fu pajamas, <laughs> talking all this Asian mysticism stuff, right? So it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, and they cast the guy who played uh, um, uh, Tyrell, uh, the young Tyrell the in uh, Game of Thrones. You know the the gay knight? Oh, yeah. The flower, the ro- knight of the rose or whatever, like the, right. the, the pretty boy. Uh-huh. That gets uh, kind of a rough fucking deal in Game of Thrones at some point. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so they cast him. I've seen some pictures, but all they've been showing so far is I think they're going to go with kind of like uh, amnesiac. Amnesiac uh, Homeless Homeless ca- Your fish just made another Kamikaze <laughs> attempt We see you bro We see you uh, Does he have a name? No. That fish no Yeah so I think they're gonna go with Kind of like uh, uh, He's gonna have amnesia And not kind of remember exactly Where he came from And he's gonna be kind of a Weird homeless guy for a while mm. Not sure how that's gonna work out But uh, There's a It's uh, just gonna be Really interesting to see How they adapt what he's is not a very
1: physically imposing dude.
0: He's supposed to, no. He's not supposed to be. Yeah. No. He's supposed to be. Like he's a like wiry not much to
1: look at, but
0: he's supposed to be like a wiry, athletic a dancer, okay, shaped guy. Hmm. But in the comics, there was a whole thing of martial arts. There were several factions of guys in in uh, Harlem that were into the martial arts. So there were there's like the Tiger Three or something. Yeah. There's a whole. In fact, there's a whole bunch of these white guys that were like. Kung Fu ec- and Karate experts. Interesting, um, and um, and it was realistic because in the time there there was martial arts mania in the seventies, man. It oh yeah, it was huge, massive, right? And a whole bunch Bruce of Lee stuff. Yeah, because a bunch of uh, GIs brought it back from the war, hmm. right? That's how it got transplanted in North America, <clears throat> and um, w- through Bruce Lee, it became kind of synonymous with um, emancipation and racial, like being proud of who you are and where you're from. And the um, the black community in the US embraced it because they, they liked the message. So they, they got really heavily into martial arts. And he taught Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and a whole bunch of other, uh, Black Bell Jones, who I don't remember his real name, but it became, there's a whole connection there. So I'm just really curious to see how they're gonna deal with Iron Fist, <coughs> excuse me, without treading on the same territory again Hmm. right and it's supposed to also connect a bunch of dots that were um, laid out in daredevil like uh, madame Gao. that's supposed Mm -hmm. to i think connect to iron fist uh the heroine with the little snake symbols on them that's supposed to connect to the uh, uh steel serpent yeah who's the nemesis of iron fist and like I'm just like I'm, I've got goosebumps man I haven't been <laughs> this excited and this hopeful since they announced they were making another Tron and that was a disaster and then they were making another alien and Prometheus and I was really excited and then they, they fucked the dog on that one so now I'm just like please God not this one please screw up Superman and Batman I don't <laughs> care Hey, uh, hey watch your mouth <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the Affleck Batman looks like it's going to be pretty. That looks like legit. pretty sweet. I I
2: was against him. Um, I have no problem saying that. I didn't care for
0: the fact that he was doing it, but yeah. honestly, for me, he's
2: been the best Batman so far. He's been legit. Yeah, yeah. So. And I Dad, didn't like the 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 movie the the Batman vs Superman. Superman. Yeah, I didn't really care for it too much, unfortunately.
0: Okay, so we you, Richard and I like like shred this movie over like two hours in another episode, which you guys can listen to. Um, but I'm really curious, as a consummate super Batman fan, like what did you like what did you did not like about the movie uh,
2: It's easier to say what I did like versus what I didn't like okay. um, I like the costume um, yeah he looked the part yeah, he looked the part and the fighting was was pretty much on point um, the dream sequences just threw me off I, in a comic book that works uh, in the movie they didn't really translate well into the movie um. I didn't like their reason for fighting. It didn't make sense. Um, if you go back to the the Dark Knight Returns, that that was a I like that reason for fighting. Right, if you send the government, you take uh, the government and send uh, Superman after uh, Batman for that reason. That works for me because Lex Luthor tells you to go. That didn't make sense to me, and I didn't care for Lex Luthor whatsoever. They could have done so much better. I like Jesse Eisenberg as an actor. This just wasn't his role. They shouldn't have put him in that. He should have turned it down. I don't see why he did this role it wasn't good for him whatsoever uh wonder woman was on point i was uh a little bit against her as well first because she seemed a little too skinny but she pulled it off i have to give her yeah. credit for that she pulled it off she I you're know. a
0: huge wonder woman fan too yeah, right yeah i'm a big
2: wonder woman fan and i think there was i think we could have gotten better uh, in terms of physicality for the for the role but uh she acted very well uh she was able to be elegant she did the warrior thing she seemed otherworldly as yeah, well yeah yeah she did and uh I know she's, I think she's Jewish or something, or Israeli. Something Israeli, like that. Israeli, yeah. Israeli, yeah. But uh, so she has got the accent, which isn't really a, it's not a Greek accent whatsoever, right. but at least it gives you that, you know. At least it makes her
0: other Middle Eastern foreign, type yeah.
2: thing, you know? So that part was kind of cool. Um, I like the part when she got hit and then she was like smiling when she was being tossed back. A lot like of that, people like that. Yeah, that part was cool. You know, When, when they're that, tussling
0: with uh, Doomsday. With Doomsday, and mm. he pummels her and she sort of smiles like, yeah, all right, yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> I like <laughs> that was fight. Cool. That part was cool. Mm-hmm. And I did like I did
2: like some of their fight Because it reminded me of the comic book But the
0: context is
2: missing Yeah, honestly it didn't make sense Some of the stuff they put in there wasn't necessary
1: They lifted the frames like directly out of the comic book too yeah, like yeah, for they, the fight I to saw a thing where yeah. it was like Frame by frame of, And I was like, fine, with that. I'm
2: fine with that That part I think was cool I just didn't understand the rest of the movie, it didn't make sense mm-hmm. And honestly I didn't see the point of killing him off Like that part for me that yeah, it no. wasn't a good storyline. We all know full killing off Superman in the comic book was a big waste. It killed the comic book industry when he did that. So why would you do it in the movie? Like it was not a good part in the movie whatsoever. And, and honestly as much as he got that thing right through his heart, you're not coming back. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. So. yeah. And plus they killed off Clark Kent. They did all that kind of stuff, right? So it doesn't let you understand that. Like how do you justify or explain that Clark Kent died? Number one, like that part of the same sense day. To me. And now how the, how is it going to bring him back? Right? And either Clark Ken's dead for good or everyone knows who he is and Lex Luthor knew right off the bat who both of them were, right? So Yeah.
1: I feel like in when they did it in the comic books it was a big deal and it was it, it held a lot of weight because there was all this legacy behind it. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people who and some guests we've had on the podcast, what's up, Jamie? Have uh, you know, defended Man of Steel and stuff because it, it wasn't it wasn't really a Superman story, it was like him becoming superman yeah. sort of story but killing him off at in his like coming of age kind of as you're building the story of him becoming it doesn't have the actual weight. superman yeah, it doesn't have the weight it, doesn't it make it, sense yeah there's, there's there's nothing to it and I it's like when they too. killed off uh when they did the thing in in star trek you know when when spock dies in what was it uh, star trek 2 uh,
0: yeah into darkness
1: or like, but the but the Wrath of Wrath of Khan one yeah, where he where, what, he, where he died. That one was that was super powerful because there's all this stuff behind it. Exactly. And then like, in the in the new movies, like oh they're they're instantly friends. There's no there's no history to that. Like well, was, why do they even give a shit about each yeah, other? Exactly, you know, yeah. like you need to have that weight behind it before yeah. you pull a move like killing off Superman. Yeah. Right.
0: The Star Trek example is a very good one, in but that one was a double kind of weird, uh, sort of fuck you to. Fans, because the whole idea of the first Star Trek reboot, according to J.J. Abrams and his crew, was that they were paying homage and then breaking, breaking with the story, with the timeline and re- rebooting everything. Mm. And then they go to movie number two, and again they're here is now they have a clean slate. Now they can go where they want, and they go and they try to reboot Wrath of Khan again. Mm. Where, so they give you all these Khan moments. And they're playing on the fact that he's gonna be Khan, and there's gonna be uh, that scene at the end. But like, at this point, you're like, "Wait, I thought the whole point was that you were breaking with the continuity." Right. Like, why are you still trying to milk? And the it makes no line?
1: sense because, like, the original one, they'd run into Khan. Yeah. He created Khan in a in a sense by stranding him on the. The planet on yeah, the planet yeah, that was cool, and then it came back and was pissed. Yeah, sort of thing. They, all that con- all the context is gone.
2: Well, they changed it because they always didn't see the uh that show Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. with the uh, Scott Bakula. Yeah. So they kind of explained the whole a long con. Long time. Yeah, I like that show actually. <laughs> they explained the whole content back then, right? So I'm not sure you saw the whole series.
0: I I uh I at some point just yeah. d- disconnected. So like
2: they introduced the whole super soldier type thing with the Khan okay. people, whatever, and how they all got frozen, whatever. So they did it in that show. So which kind of leads into... Which I'm doesn't even cool. make
0: sense because Khan was supposed to have come from even before that time. Yeah. Mm. Right? Before the space travel. He was supposed to have been part like of the, our time. Yeah, Of our time, yeah. At
1: like the 21st century.
0: So that's the, I always have trouble with that. And I think uh, Sean and I have talked about, Sean Beach, and I have talked about this a lot. And he fra- he put it pretty accurately a while back that that's I think you know whenever they it's not like the comic book and it's not like the source material and fans of the source material get mad, and then people who aren't hadn't read the source material go like, "Dude, shut up with your nerd rage and're and like no wait there's nerd rage is one thing, but drawing me pulling me into this theater or to sit down and And consume this product by dangling all of these symbols and these concepts to me that are part of something that i read and grew up on and then fucking those things over Hmm.
1: it's not like you got like a detail of the costume wrong or something right like you got the fundamental motivations of the why i give a shit about these characters wrong yeah then, then you're ultimately doing a disservice.
0: Like, I'm just waiting any minute now. They're going to re- probably reboot Indiana Jones, right? They, they are, they're trying Oh, yeah. That's they're going to reboot to works, it. I Like, I think they're going to try to, for some reason, drag Harrison Ford's he, bewildered but ass but he's, through he's one, one more. He's doing another one. He
2: confirmed he's doing another one. Yeah, I think it's a done deal. Because they wanted to hand it off to somebody else, but apparently they talked about uh, Shia LaBeouf doing it, but uh, Harrison Ford said he doesn't care for this guy whatsoever. Call called him yeah. an idiot or something. Well, after so. the
1: Crystal Skull, like that would be, like, in my contract that, like, she the, births, the birth come, yeah. is not in there. <laughs> well, he has
0: burned basically almost every bridge of any major movie that he's yeah. been in. Right. Starting with Crystal Call, Skull. I think that's where his madness kind of started. His yeah. descent into uh, not like not being able to deal with fame and all that stuff. Hmm. But I'm just saying like at any point now, I think maybe Indiana Jones is one of the last iconic things from our time that it's just a matter of time before they reboot it. And try to go well it's a re it's a reimagining of you know we're not gonna go back to the sword but you're gonna but yeah, yeah. you know get everybody in there based on that nostalgia and then essentially trample every single contextual organically built juicy thing one by one you're just gonna crush it all you know and just then
1: remove everything that we that made us care about that character
0: yeah. Yeah, it's like mm. Hollywood Squares. <laughs> mm. You're like, I remember all these people, but I didn't necessarily need to see them <laughs> again. I don't know. Uh, there's definitely a big problem in Hollywood with a fear of moving into new territory. Right. Um, but Luke Cage and shows like that are seem to be the right direction. There's some sort of bubble over this kind of HBO, uh, Netflix. Netflix kind of thing where they seem to be able to operate within the...
1: There seems to be just, like, some great stuff happening on TV as opposed to film. This is, yeah. like, a dark period for film, where I think that they're just scrambling to find stuff, and they're just going with whatever is safe by trying to go with the old stuff. But in, in the process, they're just... They're rehashing and making it worse. Yeah. You know, but these TV shows are great. Yeah. Like... Uh, TV is way more interesting than, than movies these days.
0: Quote-unquote TV, right? Basically, at this point, almost uh, just syndicated. It's the format, right? Like yeah.
1: the long format, the episodes, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff.
0: Is there, is there anything that you'd love to see adapted? Or that you, now that Luke Cage has come out and has worked out so well? like I'm done. You're done? <laughs> Honestly, there's a few
2: things I wanted to see, but I can't. I think they would be simple to do, but... Um, I'm just worried now about how they're pushing things out for the sake of it. It's not going to have the same context, not the same feeling. Luke Cage, nod to them. Uh, Jessica Jones, actually not bad either. Daredevil, big fan of Daredevil. On point. Uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm point. enjoying that stuff, the fight scenes, the, the, the character all together. Uh, it's great. Um, when I'm watching stuff, we look at The Flash and Arrow and all those kind of guys.
0: They're cool, but... they're hey, just, That's more of a candy kind of show, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I heard great things about The Flash at the at the beginning. It and still is good. It still it's is still good, good yeah. It's just
0: that...
2: Now it's gotten to, like, let's toss in different characters for fun of it. And Flash is actually, and again, I like Arrow, don't get me wrong. And I think that guy, uh, Stephen Amell, he's a pretty good actor. He's a great actually. actor. He's I feel tall. Like I met him. He's tall. Yeah. This guy. I didn't realize how big he was, right? The
0: material, so, I feel, is not up to his Well, the his problem is, it's talents. all Batman stories, right? Yeah. So they're, they're doing it. You all made the, me realize that. Yeah.
2: All the guys he's fighting are all Batman's foes, right? So in the beginning, they had, um, I think it was Black Arrow or the Dark Arrow, whatever it is, uh, he came in. I think they called him the Wizards in the comic books. Um, So he was in, so which is cool. So it had an Arrow character, but then he brought Deathstroke in. He brought all the stuff. And even Deathstroke, I'll let it slide because in the comic books, Deathstroke... They they they, tussle. Exactly. They tussle in the comic book, right? So it didn't really make sense. It's kind of like they gave Green Arrow to have a, a, a villain because he didn't really have any villains. But he has other villains that popped up that were actually good fighters and whatever and stuff like that. And I think it would have been interesting to see them bring that to the small screen versus now you've got... You got the Suicide Squad in there. You got all these guys that are Batman's villains, Batman's yeah. foes, Batman's rogue, rogues gallery. Really?
0: Yeah, and even his like Star City is kind of a a low rent Gotham. Yeah, you know, it's kind of got the same vibe, and he's kind of doing the billionaire thing in the day, and the, you know, and then Raishal Ra- Ghul.
2: Yeah, that that made no sense to me. Right? Zero. There's no way he's going toe to toe against Rachel Ghul. You're not fighting that guy, and Raishal <laughs> Ghul would not give his kingdom. To Green Arrow, would not give a right? fuck I about Oliver would, Queen. No, no ever. He wanted, he wanted Batman. That's what he wanted, right? Yeah. He wasn't asking anybody else, right? So,
0: yeah, I guess. I guess uh, it's funny. Batman. It's like one of those. It's the sacred cow of uh, Warner Brothers, but it's they. They've made a bunch of other blunders, and they can't seem to make a, a blockbuster film with Batman for their lives. Hmm. But they will not let him go on TV. They will not let him. Batman anywhere no. near television? No. They'll they'll pimp out Superman again. They, they did Lois and Clark for Christ's sake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which was easily the and there's rough. a
1: Supergirl. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: some but that's I like think. low risk.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. And then they they brought a Superman into
2: into Supergirl. Right. Girl. Tyler Hoech. Have you there. seen any of that? No, it just hasn't started yet. I think it starts this week or next week or something like that. I
0: saw some of the special effects on that show. They're terrible. The
2: special effects are good, but a lot of people were saying, and again, I haven't seen it. They're saying that the the TV Superman is better than the movie Superman. So whether it's, it's whether, whether that's marketing or what, I don't know. I'm curious to see it for myself. I want to see, and we'll see what he happens. He doesn't look the part. That's the thing. He looks small, right? Yeah. So, like, I'd put him in some other stuff. I like that guy as an actor. I'd put him in some other stuff, but he seems too small. Watch him nail it.
0: Yeah. That's Watch it. him pull a Michael Keaton. And I think like what it was <laughs> is that what I'm hearing is that
2: he doesn't look physically like him because he doesn't have the size, but his acting or whatever on is point. on point, right? So.
0: I, th- I still believe that fundamentally people, just like uh, in the prequels where like, people realized that George Lucas did, never understood why we liked the originals, yeah. <laughs> he had it wrong in every way. He really did not understand what people loved about the, about the Star Wars um, saga. I think there's this huge problem where nobody understands Superman. Hmm. Like the comic book writers get him because they've been writing him for 80 years or however long, but the the studio people don't seem to understand this character. They don't. They know Superman, but no one can really but tell they, you. But he what comes like out
1: well him. in the cartoons. I find they do a good job of him in the carto- in certain cartoons. Yeah,
2: in certain cartoons. But the thing is, it's just that it's that fluff piece, right? They understand mm-hmm. the essence of Superman. I'm not even kidding, to the essence. They know the shell of Superman. They don't know the essence. The of Superman, complexity right? of it, right? yeah. So they see, oh, superhero's got powers. He's a nice guy. He's super friendly. He saves cats. Okay, we, we got this. And that's not understanding where this guy yeah. comes from, right?
1: I feel it was the same challenge that they had with Captain America, yeah. right? Like, how do you take this outdated, like, Boy Scouty kind of guy and bring him into the current age? I found that they like with Captain America, they did an awesome
2: job. Yeah, Chris it. Evans, he did an amazing job. And honestly, Winter Soldier, like Winter that's Soldier. one of my favorite superhero movies right yeah,
0: now. I Holy watched shit, it over yeah. and over, it's so good.
1: Yeah. I went in with no expectation. Actually, I was expecting it to be shit, yeah. and it was amazing. Even
0: Civil War, which has a bunch of like oopsie yeah. moments, um, occasionally comes back to that Winter Soldier territory, yeah. and it's hot. Like yeah. you don't even want to see the rest of the superheroes show up.
1: They used that character as a mirror for what's going on today versus like the heyday of yeah. like you know America being like the greatest place on earth and all this stuff. Yeah. Whereas DC went in a completely different direction and They're just like tried with- to make them dark and broody and
2: I see my issue with that is growing up, comic books by far, I love DC. I love the stories of DC. I didn't care for the stories of Marvel like you'd read it, right? But I didn't get into the stories as much. Like with DC, you were compelled to read stuff, right? Whereas Marvel would tell you next issue they're going to fight so and so, they're always fighting each other. DC was weird when two superheroes got to fight each other. It just didn't happen, right? That's true. So I never realized it that. Was, it was random that something would happen. And it would never, they wouldn't advertise they're going to fight. They're just, there'd be a fight. And you're like, oh my God, this is a cradle, you know? And then you're telling your friends for weeks and weeks that everyone's going on to buy that comic book out, right? But now I find with the movies and everything else, DC's kind of falling behind Marvel when it comes to that Because the storylines, they're not, they're not as tight, right? They're not as compelling. They're not drawing you in. They're just putting things out for the sake of it. Flash, not bad. I give Flash an odd. Um, the comics books now or the TV I, show? I'm talking TV, TV show. Actually, yeah. the, the Flash comic book, I didn't care for growing up. It's gotten better since. And the TV show actually is pretty good now. Um, but I expected more from Arrow. And Arrow, I think, should be in like an HBO, Netflix type thing. That's what you got to do with Arrow. Yeah. That's your best bet with Arrow, because mm. make it dark. That's they what they went as
0: dark right. as they could for the CW, but it had to be still be Smallville enough to yeah. to sell. Well, the first season, the
2: ads. first season was good. The first season, no, I, I wasn't sure. I was like, let me check it out. <laughs> well,
0: that's what the girls like, right? Yeah, the obligatory uh, <laughs> barbell or whatever. Those but
2: the first season was good, right? So I'll give him credit for that. But then after that, it slowly started getting. Borderline well, can't be right. He
0: kept getting punked out.
2: Yeah. Right. He Again. went from being an amazing fighter, and all of a sudden, like, this guy
0: pops in and beats the crap out of him. then Everyone's it Everyone's beating afterwards. the crap out of him. Yeah. And he can't control anything. He can't save anybody from, from dying or from getting hurt. And he's just every every season he's moping about not being able to do enough. And at some point, you're like, yeah, I don't think I like this guy anymore. Well, the thing
2: is, I like some of it in the sense of if you read the comic book, is a screw-up, right? In the comic book, he's always, he's always sleeping with some girl he shouldn't be sleeping with. He's yeah, making we're a talking
0: like the Mike Grell years? Yeah. Because yeah. Mike Grell had a very specific way of writing Arrow that made him interesting. Before Mike Grell, he, Mike Grell did for Arrow what Garth Ennis did for Punisher, right? He brought him into that Shaman's Tears uh, kind of almost adult graphic novel yeah. where he made Oliver Queen kind of uh, a and really real, flawed anti-hero yeah. type. Right before that, he was just like the green arrow and he shot off arrows, and that was it. Well, he was taking money, he beating criminals,
2: they had money, he would take it. He, he took cash, like he was doing whatever
0: he could to get himself by, yeah. right? Like he
2: was a millionaire, I'm not sure what happened. I think he gave away his way his fortune, something, That's like they, something like that, he gave it away. But
0: it was Mike Grell that came in and gave him that, like, he suddenly had weaknesses and yeah. he was a complex dude. Yeah, um, and he did. I, th- I don't know if he wrote Deathstroke, but I they did this deathstroke and him are kind of have a lot in common like you know you can easily mix them up yeah. sometimes in terms of the characters all this to say is that uh with superman it seems like marvel definitely got superman right and super uh, in terms of like that's he the approach of a, a displaced kind of guy it's an immigrant superman's supposed to be an immigrant story yeah
1: that's true yeah, yeah.
0: It's supposed to be an immigrant story. So he becomes, uh, I, he identifies with America, but he—it's an immigrant story. It was written by two immigrants to talk about the the idea of being from elsewhere and trying to help and be be American, but Canadian. Well, actually too, they're yeah? Canadian, yeah.
2: One of them, I think. No, maybe? both both are Canadian, and
0: actually, uh, are you sure? Uh, I'm pretty sure both. We can look it up
2: if you want. But there was
1: sure. like a. Uh, like our heritage thing yeah. about, about it? Yeah.
2: Right? Well, I knew it from the kid, and the thing is, actually, Metropolis is supposed to be Toronto.
0: Oh, okay. There was
2: That's what it was supposed to be. Metropolis was Toronto. Well,
0: they were like Jewish immigrants, right? Yeah. And they were trying to sort of create this outsider that just wants to help. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but uh, they don't seem to understand. In- instead, they've made him what America is today, which is a bit of a brooding, anti-hero kind of you know, gritty, because they're trying to make him relevant. But it's so he's so much more likable if he reminds you of a time where America meant something, right?
1: Yeah, which is what they did with Captain America, which yeah. was awesome. I thought that was the
0: it creates the, the great best way conflicts, right? Right, and that originally and social commentary absolutely. Well, Civil War, and even uh, in Winter Soldier, with the uh, helicarriers and the whole thing, like him when he starts butting head with Shield. Yeah. Like, that was a very poignant sort of message of, like, hey, we were about freedom. What's this, like, Big Brother shit we're doing yeah, now? Yeah. You That's know? It's when to it become Orwellian. Exactly. That's a message you could kind of get behind. Um, but, again, like Wolverine, uh, superhero, there's always two versions of every superhero. There's Batman, and then there's Batman when he's in the Justice League. Yeah. There's Superman... And then there's Superman when he's in the Justice League. There's Wolverine, and then there's Wolverine when he's in the X-Men, you know? They have to kind of compromise certain elements because sp- Superman's supposed to be completely self-sufficient, like a one-man, one-man super, one-man army. Mm-hmm. He, sp- he can do anything. In a, in a sense, it's weird in a, because in the Justice League, everybody just has a fraction of his powers in some fashion, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bad hunter. Sorry? Except the Manhunter, Martian Manhunter. Except Martian Manhunter. Which but really, he should be more powerful than Superman as far as I'm concerned. But With the shape-shifting and yeah. density-shifting and all that. Yeah, but uh, there's always kind of like, Wolverine was always muted in the X-Men because he had to be. Yeah. Because on his own, he's like Patch. <laughs> he, he, he fucks people up and he doesn't you know he's not too broken up about it yeah. in the x-men he had to kind of be the guy that's scra- he scratched people all the time <laughs> he just scratched everyone and then occasionally he'd slip up and kill someone and then he'd get a brow beating by professor x and cyclops be <laughs> like logan you can't do that yeah bub i do as i please you know kill I, what is it killing is what i do and i'm the best at what i do or something is his catchphrase but yeah so you have to decide which of the supermans are you going with right are you going with the guy who's trying to save everybody and he can't are you going with the guy I had a great analogy I think just the other day where between Batman and Superman where maybe it was on the show we were talking about how the interesting thing about Superman is he's he's got too much power and Mm -hmm. he's constantly having to restrain himself and Batman he doesn't have enough and that's his frustration is he can't do more yeah even though he he's, doesn't realize, if he stopped for a second, he'd realize that he's a genius and he has all these gadgets and stuff. Um, but uh, well, we'll see. I mean, the Batman's coming now. Wonder Woman movie is coming out. Yeah, that looks pretty good, actually. He, looking is the good. trailer exciting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer's really good. Exciting you? Um, there's certainly no shortage of superhero stuff coming down the pipeline. And know,
1: they, they planned out to like 20... 25, <laughs> probably
2: <laughs> I think it's actually 2020 is the last one I think
0: uh, if these movies weren't coming out I don't think there'd be any reason to go to the movies anymore apart from just the love of watching films that's the films. only reason I go I don't.
2: I don't see movies in general but when I go I go with my brothers and we go watch superhero movies that's about it I don't see much i like trying to
1: think of the last time I went to a movie I want to the see theater. Sausage Party, though.
2: I, w- I have to see that. <coughs>
0: Which one? Sausage Party. Have you seen that? Sausage Party. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think, think it's in the theater anymore. I think it's out now,
2: but I w- that I want to see. Yeah. yeah. It well, it looks, looks funny,
0: but it's certainly not like a must be there at the premiere kind of thing. No, no, no. No. Apart from Star Wars.
1: I mean, I go I go to the... Yeah, I went, we went, went for Star Wars, but like I'll, I'll go for like the big cinematography experience sort of thing if it's... Movie like
2: sausage party, Probably not so much. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you can animation. watch it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. Okay, well, virtual reality now. Right. Well, I heard it was really. My brother saw it. It was hilarious. So, and so that's my kind of humor, anyway, so I want to see that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, apparently they uh, when they released this film, they made a mistake, and um, because they put it the preview, the trailer for it, they put it in front of kids' movies. Yeah, I heard yeah. About that. And a bunch of kids were like. <laughs> Traumatized by just the trailer because it, it, it it's brutal. Yeah, but even the trailer like, yeah. starts off as a fake kids movie. Yeah, and then it it goes dark. So dark. <laughs> Real fast. Real fast. Oh my God. What the fuck? When <laughs> the they, humanity. They're getting chopped no, up.
1: Not the children <laughs> and the baby carrots and stuff.
0: Yeah. You know, this is a kind of movie that was born in, around a table of very very high people. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah definitely. but
1: well Seth Rogen's in it so
0: yeah he, he's kind of I'm still mad at him for uh for uh, Green Hornet yeah me too mm-hmm. that was upsetting that, that pissed that me that
2: movie at. could have been done so well and that's the kind of stuff I'm concerned about right that should have been I don't mind him if he was directing it because I think he appreciated he had no business stuff. being he had no business being uh, oh. that guy and I think he's kind of funny but he had no business doing that role I think they should have made it more of a serious comic make it darker and I think that would have been a much better watch than uh, what we got this time.
1: Wait, was well, Green Hornet like a real thing? Like, was, was there a comic and stuff? Yeah, like, start off I I just just radio, Like the hokey. It was a
0: radio show. Uh, it was a radio show. Yeah, it, it dates back to like the Shadow and yeah. like those days, like the old serials on the radio. Yeah. Okay. But I just
1: th- remember like the old '70s show where they had like some Asian dude. The '60s. What so was Tonto?
0: That was Bruce Lee. It was Bruce Lee. Right. Yeah. 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 But that was that series was just uh, basically a rehash of the silly Batman. They basically was done I, almost exactly. I had the a exact same it was way.
1: like Lone Ranger. A little, a little bit. Yeah, a little feel to yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, all those guys have are the, all those guys have basically the same roots, right? Mm. Yeah. Like the first heroes to appear, the first superhero, I guess, would be Tarzan. Maybe some Whoa. one of the earliest yeah. anyway would have been Tarzan and then Flash Gordon and and uh Buck Rogers the phantom the phantom yeah i like that um the shadow a lot of these guys are in fact batman it, it has his lineage definitely comes from the radio serial detective shadow spirit of
1: there was an old hercules uh show too like an old uh, cartoon mm-hmm. like way to go hercules
2: right yeah go. like yeah. that thing. with a little uh, what do you call those patents? Whatever it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, these it's actually guys on,
0: it's on TV again now. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. their it's heritage like, it's like is five all minutes or something. Uh, that They're, was kind of
1: like superheroes sort and of thing, Yeah, too. yeah. Their yeah.
0: heritages are all like these are all the forefathers, Like Greek gods. Yeah, yeah. essentially, essentially. Yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, Wonder Woman's a perfect example, right? She yeah. she harkens back to that like Shazam, all those guys like granted powers by the Greek gods when mm. Zeus struck him with like, his yeah. lightning bolt, he became lightning <laughs> it's true <laughs> you know yeah oh, a lot of these They're are doing a black uh, lightning apparently that i want to see i mean i never i always thought black lightning looked cool but i never does he have an interesting story i know nothing about black, black lightning?
2: lightning he's a uh, justice league he's a um, minor okay. justice league yeah. character he's like a second tier type okay. dude, whatever but i've always liked this character he was always cool
0: like he looked cool but did he did, was there anything to him
2: uh I don't really know his story that well. I know he's a teacher, and he had a comic book. I collected his first series for a little bit, mm-hmm. when they did a bit of a reboot for him, but uh, I can't say he was that compelling. But obviously, again, black kid growing up, like, you always want to see it. There weren't many black superheroes, so I mean, right. any black superhero, you you guaranteed to pick that one up, right? So yeah, it makes like, sense. Were you into,
1: like, uh, what was it, cyborg? I like
0: Cyborg. I st- Black
1: Panther. I like. I love Black Panther.
0: Like that yeah. was just that was. A uh, that's that that should be a good movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That was. Yeah. Be good. And the guy they cast for him is really good. Yeah, he's very good. He's uh, he's on point. His costume is actually pretty wicked. Actually, they did yeah. a good job with the costume. They did a good job with the costume. The only thing I'm
2: upset about with that is they should have done the storyline right. They come from a lineage of, of Black Panthers, right? His yeah. father got killed off, and I'm, I apologize for any spoilers that were given. I mean, this movie's himself. a year old, but. They kill off the father. They should have, for me, get Dijon Hansu to do yeah. it. It should have been him, the Black Panther. Have him even with the costume for half a second if you want to show him back in the day wearing a costume. And then kill him off, you know? Show him do something cool. Not just, he had the guy there, his father, he's giving a speech, great speech, et cetera, et cetera. He kill him off, and now all of a sudden he's Black Panther,
0: right? Well, I got the feeling yeah. that he was already Black Panther. But that's what I'm
2: saying. They're saying he already was, but... Yeah who came before him, right? They should have shown... I would have liked to see that. Put Digimon in there. Put somebody in there to show right. that there's somebody
0: before. You know? That
1: well, they did that well in the animated one. Yes. The, the animation good. was
0: yeah. a motion comic one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Was that a great yeah. Well, all of those motion comic ones are really good. Yeah. Uh, but also, there's... Uh, what what's like I don't think I watched
1: any of the other other ones except for Thorin, that and I think it was because the, you recommended yeah, it to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thor and Loki. Thor and Loki. You have to see that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not even a huge Thor fan, but... That one is really compelling because it it deals with, um, first of all, I love the motion comic format. I'm surprised it's not more popular. It's this perfect inter-step between comic book and screen, Mm -hmm. right? But (laughs) what they do is they deal with a specific storyline where Loki basically wins. Okay. And he gets everything that he's wanted, finally. He's, He's sitting on the throne, but he realizes that... It's not all it's cracked up to be. So he gets the throne, but suddenly now he has to deal with uh, paying uh, li- paying off his allies that he basically promised everything to to be able to. Careful what you wish yeah. for, sort of. A and all line. the people he's defeated don't respect him and laugh at him, even though he's like, "But I'm the king," and they're like, "Sure, sure, you're king." Sickest line in that. I hope you don't mind if I spoil this. Sickest line in Thor, Thor versus Loki. I think it's Balder. Because he, he's visiting all the uh, for, uh, Thor's friends that are chained up in the dungeons now. And Baldur is the guy who um, has visions. He has visions of, of past, future, present, whatever. <clears throat> and he, he tells him that he's he's seen the world in every sort of permutation you can imagine. He's like, he's dreamed of worlds where Loki was a woman and Thor was a goat and whatever. Like he's seen every ver- variation of the world. And at first it sounds like it was beautiful speech about how he's seen everything. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at Loki's like, in, in every single one, you lose. In every <laughs> single, in every possible iteration of you, you Suck <laughs> you're just a loser, <laughs> and it's the most you're like, ouch, <laughs> it's a beautiful moment, <laughs> but highly recommend it. Highly right. recommend it. The X Men ones are good, yeah. Even the Spider Woman is good. Spider, one, Spider- I didn't Woman, Spider Woman, one. yeah. I see um,
2: but see, that's what I want to see the yeah. Phantom, I want to see the Shadow, I want to see that. You stuff. like to see the Phantom made, yeah, yeah.
0: I, well, they had the other one with uh, you the, ever um, see the Billy Zane? Uh, I saw the Billy Zane one on like list the list of worst films ever made. Billy Zane mm-hmm. is the Phantom.
1: Oh, I've seen it.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you think it's the worst one? I don't think it's the worst one. It's one, it's one of the worst. Would you like
1: Billy Zane to come back for the? Not for the Phantom.
2: The I think he actually would have been a good Lex Luthor. Ah, I think He would have been, been excellent. I think yeah, he been, they should have chose him. I think yeah. he would have done it very well. He's got the part. He looks, he looks intelligent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. He sells. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I'd love to see Green Hornet done properly. Yeah. Make it dark. I want them dark. Not to not not because I'm on a dark kick
2: or anything, but make it what the comic book was supposed to be like. Make what the series supposed to be like, right? So Green Hornet, make it dark. The shadow, make it dark. Uh, the Phantom, you can make it Tarzan like if you want to, but don't do current, right? I've seen some current Phantom ones. Go back to the jungle, right? Go back and yeah,
0: and make it real, you know. Well, the Phantom's whole deal was is that he could. He Didn't he inherit the mantle? Of yeah, just Black Panther. Same thing as the Black Panther, right? Okay. It's, it's, it's
2: passed down from generation to generation, right? Okay. And if anything, you know what? You could actually go back to, which would be cool. I've never seen it done before. They've always talked about Kit as the the current phantom, whatever, which is going back about 30, 40, 50 years ago. Start with the original phantom. Like, do that. Start off with that guy, you know? And that might be an interesting story to see how he becomes a phantom and everything mm-hmm. else. That might be a much more interesting take on it versus all the current iterations we've seen of it
0: well i mean it's superiors are a big deal man they're a big deal i mean i just uh i just submitted a script to um bootleg festival which i somebody sent me the link to which i didn't even know existed um and fan films which i've done one that did fairly well were always on the fringe of just like uh, almost like one step removed from sweeting, which is just like reacting re basically doing a popular movie over but with crappy like the crappier the sets, the crappier the costumes, the funnier it is. Um kind of in Be Kind of Rewind. Yes kind of sweeting. Right. Um but now fan films have almost been given like an open license. Uh on the and there's festivals that literally ask people to just tread on any property that they want because it's gonna be under the umbrella of fan fan fiction and it seems like I'm surprised I mean the guy that's behind it is uh, Adi Shankar who did um, the Dread movie oh yeah, and, yeah that was pretty good actually uh, he did The Grey I um, never saw The Grey I've never seen it oh no actually that's the Liam Neeson one yeah that's actually not a bad movie so bad the guy's movie. done a couple of like blockbuster films right so he's not just some French oh and he did Dirty Laundry of course the, the Punisher um, fan film with Thomas Jane uh, that came out a few years ago oh I never saw it yeah Dirty Laundry look it up um so he's behind it, and the big industry people are behind it. Therefore, he must have some sort of understanding of this is going to be allowed. Because a lot of times these fan films are blocked for licensing reasons. In fact, when we were making Punisher, No Mercy, in 2012-2013, uh, we got super lucky. Um, because there was another group of guys that were more connected to the industry that were making a more high, highly produced Punisher fan film, and they got cock-blocked. Oh, really? Yeah. And we actually, initially, the, we, we took flack for the fact that our Punisher didn't look like the classic Frank, Frank, uh, Castle. Frank Castle model, but it actually saved us from being cease and desisted by Marvel, okay. because it was just the fact that we had a, um, a thinner, leaner, bald Punisher Uh, distanced it enough from the property that we didn't represent a threat and we wrote an original story for it whereas these guys had adapted directly a comic book storyline the dead something like the dead uh, don't disturb anyone or something I forget the name and they got the comic book original writers to sign off on it so they thought they were golden right these guys had made a bunch of really great music videos they had the, the money they had the backing and they got shut down hard by marvel because they were too close to the mark and uh that's a whole other interesting story on its own but the fact is, is uh clearly the superhero thing is big enough now that they're letting even amateur filmmakers play in that field and um well i'll let you know if i hear back from the festival but if i get to make the film that i submitted it'd be pretty cool hope you get it yeah i'm i'm, tr- I, I'm uh, I propose to adapt the 2099 uh, iteration of punisher the futuristic oh, punisher that's cool Which was a very limited run, um, but I thought would be kind of meta and interesting, right? So, um, I I, I honestly I didn't mean to turn this into like a (laughs) like an ad for my (laughs) thing because now if it doesn't work out, uh, it's gonna it's gonna (laughs) work anymore. So please give generously. No, but all this to say is uh, we're clearly haven't seen the last of it, and we should be very happy as comic book fans that this stuff is happening. But it's kind of like sad. To see that not much else seems to be happening right now. Studios seem to be just like trying to milk every penny out of the superhero genre they can.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny, right? Because years ago, no one wanted to touch it, right?
0: Like, yes. If you did a superhero movie,
2: like that's it. Your career is over. Uh, Pretty you much. Weren't, you weren't doing anything else afterwards. And people were scared to do it. And I think they had clauses that like, what, 75, 85% of the time, they have to have the mask off so they can have FaceTime, whatever. Right. Which was ridiculous, right? Um
0: that's why but, i admire carl uh, urban so much for yes, dread kept it
2: on the entire time never took
0: right? his helmet off the whole movie total commitment to the character hmm. and they can't get a fucking sequel going it's killing me yeah everybody it's like a serenity uh a firefly thing firefly, yeah. like carl urban is in in on he's ready to do it he loves the character everyone involved but the studios just won't fucking drop they just won't do it
1: weird and it it did well right
0: it did like it made money Hmm. but i i just it wasn't like a a earth shattering blockbuster but but it was good it was a good it was really good it was
2: just like the comic book almost yeah so
0: it was a nice slice of dread it wasn't the city's gonna be destroyed it wasn't the end the planet is under attack from aliens it was dread versus one of his name one of his enemies and we got to see some cool one-liners and
2: Speaking of comic books that are close to movies, rather, that are close to comic books, what do you think of Watchmen?
0: What did I think of Watchmen? Yeah. Um, I liked it. Okay, I loved it. Did you like it? I A thought lot, of it was people really good. lot of people
2: didn't like it, but for me, it was, it was like pretty much on point with the comic book. Um, we went to see it together, didn't we? I, I don't remember. I think we did. It was, yeah, it was quite, yeah I, think so. I think so. The only
0: thing I found distracting about it was the purple penis. What do you mean? The, the I, d- I
2: didn't see a purple penis. Did you? Did you, see <laughs> it? you didn't see the purple I'm penis. I saw an electric blue penis. <clears throat> oh, electric blue. Sorry, oh, about purple. Okay, that's. Let's <laughs> not talk about
0: happened When you We're got colorblind. Home, <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting too long. No, but uh, the, apart from the uh, what's his name, um, the character's name Rorschach. No, the blue guy. Oh, um, Doctor uh, Manhattan. Doctor yeah, Manhattan. Yes. Apart from Doctor Manhattan and his Doctor Manhattan um <laughs> i the, in defense of those people who hated it like i was never like a like a religious fanatic of the of the comic of the graphic novel i thought it was good but i wasn't like oh they better get every detail right i just saw watched it as a movie knowing i could tell then however that Zack snyder understood batman yeah at well, least that, the that, combat that, that fight scene that. that's Do you remember lot. me ranting and raving yeah. after Watchmen. I yeah. was like, fuck, that's Batman. Like, that's not Night Owl, that's fucking Batman. That's exactly how Batman is. And he kind of was a weird Batman because the actor looked a bit like Clark Kent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. It was weird. It was like a weird amalgam of Clark Kent. I well, his
2: character was glasses, a little bit Clark Kentish.
0: Yeah, he's so. like the glasses and he's kind of old school yeah. and dorky, but he slouched a little bit. Yeah. So. But it wasn't the his
1: sec- glasses it was like rapist glasses, right? Yeah like this the, the old 80s, yeah, yeah. Like pedophile glasses. yeah,
0: and the like oily hair kind of to the side., yeah. but then when he put the suit on, he was like uh, brutal, mm. brutal, brutal, and he fought like very like bat the way I always imagined Batman fighting and the comedian was good. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. did you you, uh, you I loved good. the movie, I thought it was really good. Richard, but a lot you? of people
2: I sat with didn't mm-hmm. care for it, right. I think anybody outside of the comic book appreciation that was watching with me was like, uh, I was okay. But I was like, no, this was amazing. Like, this is like one of the few times they got the
0: movie. It was on point. Yeah. I think I
1: if you're not familiar with the source material, then you can't really appreciate the how true they are to it. Yeah. But I had no awareness of Watchmen before going into that movie. And I, I liked it. I liked it just the fact of like um, retired superheroes. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of that thing. Like, there's kind of. They're
0: a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And they were never really as great as people thought they were. Right. They, were, they had all these they dealt skeletons. With like
1: the Kardashian fame factors, and right. Then they got ran out of town, and now they're alcoholics, and
0: someone's killing them off, and yeah. Right. And the grace, the Superman amongst them became a supervillain, and right. So forth, yeah. I and also. the the Batman, Wolverine one kind of becomes the sacrificial lamb, etc. Yeah. Hmm. No, and it was like It a was
1: kind of the morality of the group, too. Right. right. Like, When you appeal to him, like, he was the one who kind of brought everybody back together, right? He was like the, the center, catalyst. the emotional center of the group.
0: Right. I love those, those uh, Silver Age bits at the beginning with, yeah. like, the dude getting mm-hmm. gunned down because his cape got caught in the revolving door. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have these kind of vintage... Um, Long John yeah. costumes, yeah. It was a bit of
1: like the Incredibles thing, yeah. like no capes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here is why, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the guy gets sucked into the jet engine, and like all these different right, like uh, superheroes getting killed because of their capes, because of like capes. no capes.
0: That's yeah, it. Well, when you think about it, capes apart from Batman that used it as a weapon, it doesn't really right. it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. So, before Animative transportation, as it mo- exactly. So, um, we we kind of. We went off here, <laughs> but I mean, this just means that you have to come back. Sure. But um, before we let you go, um, I'd like to plug some of the stuff you're doing, like the photography and stuff, because I know how much that means to you. I so appreciate that. Sure. If people want to check out your stuff, well, where where do we go? Uh, I'm
2: actually still working on my website. That's uh, um, on the rise, but uh, you can always check on myself on Facebook. Uh, I am feel weird plugging myself, but uh, Richard Babb. I'm sure once you guys yeah. tag me, then uh, so they can find me. Richard Babb, anymore.
0: B-A-B-B. That's right, photography. Just photography. Richard yeah. Babb Photography Actually, on Facebook.
2: I'm, I'm doing the Instagram thing right now. It's still a little bit weird. still not okay. used to it, so uh, you can catch me on Instagram as well
0: under... Richard Babb Photography. Richard Babb Photography. Yeah, I think it's Richard
2: underscore Babb underscore photography.
0: Yeah, and so. I mean, to kind of connect it to the superhero thing, like, you, you do a lot of... Um, a lot of cosplay, su- yeah. Cosplay yeah. S- superhero shoots. Yeah. I prefer more the pulp style of it versus doing uh, the uh,
2: this Spandexy type thing. But, okay, uh, yeah. pulp in what sense? Like pulp more for me, the like, the, the Phantom, the, okay. the Shadow. Like, I like the older styles, Black, uh, Black Canary. Black uh, Canary, Red Zonia, like, the, all that kind of stuff. The stuff I, I prefer doing versus the... Uh, the the tights and cape type stuff that's popular right now it's not really my thing. I appreciate it I just I rather do the old school type thing right that's where I focus. Okay. And actually, just to plug in, um, we kept talking about a black superhero I totally forgot about Spawn, which I apologize to. Spawn. You know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that's uh, Why did that's,
0: you forget about Spawn? That I really don't know. Sure. Honestly,
2: I'm thinking of Luke Cage, and I'm trying to think of what other black super is out there, but yeah. I can't believe I forgot Spawn, right? Yeah, it So, it's that one of the big things back in the day.
0: Spawn was, was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And that was a good movie. That's true. Although, I never... Even though he was black, I never... I just right. saw him spawn. But that's the problem, right? I mean I mean you, you screwed up his face, you couldn't tell
2: that he was black. You knew he was black, but right. you couldn't mm-hmm. tell that he was in black. In his flashbacks right? or whatever. Yeah, in the flashbacks, right? But
0: you're right. He was kind of another kind of pioneering yeah. mix of Batman and other things.
1: That movie has aged really bad. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. It was like one of the first like really like CGI heavy movies at the, time, yeah. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. At the yeah. time. It was like, oh, Ooh. this is like this is the shit. This now a new <laughs> thing. It hurts oh, your all eyes. movies are gonna be like this. Oh and shit.
0: And we didn't talk about probably the true movie that gave birth to the superhero era for me was blade true yeah oh, way yeah. ahead of its time that's true a couple of years before it fully blew up yeah blade who was in by no means an a-list character ever no. Honestly, the comic book was crap. If you ever read Garbage. the comic
2: book, I, I never lasted long. More than like five, ten issues. It was yeah. taken off. I can never read more than two, three Junk. issues. Every time I reboot, I never. can never read it. I read one or two, and I just pretty much put that it down. That was one afterwards. of
0: the rare situations where an actor and an adaptation gave it life yeah. that it never had in the comic book. You gotta give uh, uh, Snipes a nod Snipes that one. Yeah. is the to me the guy that started it. Yeah, he brought Blade sure. back. He he
2: brought Blade back.
0: So, so it's only right that. Uh, it's only right that Luke Cage. is It feels like Luke Cage owes Blade, <laughs> and superhero films. Period. Yeah. Oh, Blade, because Blade brought all of that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually,
2: I think it's the Batman thing kicked it off, right? With Michael Keaton, that kicked it off back in the '80s, mm-hmm. late '80s. Yeah,
0: but I'm talking about like superheroes as, as real movies, not yeah. just like. Um, like I'm not knocking Michael Keaton's Batman. It was it was great, but like you don't have to work super hard to sell Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no one knew who he was, right? And he created pretty much... In fact, if you think about the timeline, it, if not, came out at the same year, but predated the Matrix. And a lot of the Matrix owes Blade uh, for imagery and the action. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look up the... uh, It came before Matrix, and that Mm -hmm. whole black leather techno music fighting in yeah. clubs and stuff yeah. Yeah. it's all blade man i'm telling you blade is like this weird movie that nobody remembers uh having actually originated a lot of the things that today we uh, we we watch yeah it's a it's a seed movie for me anyway. mm.
1: was blade about like uh, racial mixing was that like the metaphor they were going for
0: i don't think that was part yeah. of the original no. message no, I think he was they, just a black vampire hunter.
2: Yeah, I think it's. But
1: he was close. like a mix of vampire. Yeah, he's like a daywalker. He, he was yeah, so he he was part part vampire and part human.
0: I don't know. Uh, I I don't feel like he was ever that deep. Maybe in the movies there not. was some angle to that. Hmm.
2: Well, I think back in the comic book that was part of the whole black exploitation type thing back yes, then. Yes, but that was back then. But the movie didn't translate that at all, right? The movie no. didn't have that that feel to it
1: but he just never he just like never fit in no no he
2: didn't fit in. but They're, he didn't want to fit in right? He, right he had issues and he didn't really want to fit in but again
0: because vampires are just like this I think it never, if anything it, it actually created a cool environment because by having vampires being a clear cut separate uh, predatory race that preyed on humans mm-hmm. it made color basically Mute. obsolete yeah at that right, point, right, it's yeah. Who's a suckhead? Who's not a suckhead? Which I love that expression. Yeah. <laughs> um, and therefore, in a way, is a kind of brilliant and amazing way of doing, of not making race a thing, but still giving sure. people a black superhero. Mm. It's kind of brilliant, because you're not even thinking about that. You're like, just kill the fucking vampires. Right. It's us, you know.
1: No, um, I was going like more into like the symbolism the deep, of it. I was going like a layer deeper into. Yeah, it. maybe. But I mean, like a lot of a lot of characters are, are like that. Like they 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 live between two worlds and they don't necessarily fit anywhere. And kind of I don't know that appeals to like a thirteen year old boy who doesn't feel like of they course, necessarily the belong of anywhere. Age stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah.
0: Know, absolutely. Like the yeah, feel awkward
1: now, but eventually that they're gonna come into their own and become their own superhero.
0: Or the lone the lone <laughs> yeah. the lone uh, hero who has to save the yep. world but doesn't get to be part of it. Doesn't get to enjoy the benefits of his work. Yeah. He has to kind of return into the shadows, right. and and meditate and brood, and then come out and help people so they can continue their innocent lives, hmm. um, free of terror or whatever. Right.
1: Interesting. A lot yeah. of interesting symbolism around around this, this topic.
0: Yeah, that's why I think. Uh, um, remember that link I sent you to. Uh, what was it uh, apply magic sauce? Magic sauce, yeah, yeah. So, apply Magic Sauce is this quick thing where it's the the Cambridge University created this little app plugin. You just go on it and you log into your Facebook account from their from their page. And what it does is it aggregates all of your likes that oh. throughout your history, and it draws up a kind of uh, personality profile on what you must be like, what you're likely to be like based on what you've liked.
2: That's not a good idea. <laughs> but <it laughs> Not for me anyway It's so. <laughs> more daunting of
0: an experiment for some than others Perhaps Don't judge me <laughs> But uh, it made these funny sort of uh, Assumptions Like mm-hmm. I got I lost points in, in Intelligence points For liking metal bands Because that's associated with not being that smart hmm. Which I thought was odd Yeah uh, and comic books were sometimes considered a uh, source of literacy, but others times a source of poor literacy. But I resent that terribly because, I mean, what what a huge part comic books played in my life exactly. for literacy purposes. I, I almost learned English by reading comics. I
2: know a lot of people in the same situation, right? And then it makes you want to read. As a kid, there were some kids in our class, of course, they didn't want to read the, the novels or the books, or whatever else. So they had comic books in the library. Yeah. This got them started. And once they got on that, Absolutely. then they're reading books after that. So I mean,
0: they're the gateway to literacy. They always have been. Exactly. C- cartoons, when you, for your kids, comic books, when you're trying to give them the basics of how a story is told like i'm reading these things to my kids right and it's like you know square one character by himself square two character like garfield right so i think they're very very uh uh, underrated for their cultural and and literal value value unfortunately and on that note
2: well i'll I'll put do a thank you to both of you guys i appreciate you guys again being patient having me on the show and uh yeah, I'm considering coming back. Yeah? I'm not, I'm not making any promises. You're considering coming back? I'm considering back? it. Okay. I've got a busy tight we'll schedule. We'll
0: bicker about it on the way home. It sounds good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Over range niggas won't be the game, but long little chief. For a little old thing, little boys bang
2: bang. Long little chief, niggas fighting over range niggas won't be the game. But long little chief, yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little chief, uh,
0: cockroaches in the ratchet, uh, hand me downs with the patches.